From the mountains of central British Columbia to you listening around the world, this, my friends, is Spaced Out Radio. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. We welcome you to tonight's show, including Kingdom of Nye Radio and Revolution Radio. If you want to take a listen to our archives, they are free at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com, where we have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot. Do a little shopping at the SOR Vault. You can also... Pick up a great book at We Read the Night. Join the Space Travelers Club for five bucks a month. Captain Shirk also has the SOR Newswire updated for you. Tonight's show is brought to you by Chive Charities. Help make the world 10% happier by donating to Chive Charities today. You can find them on our website. The Spiritual You is a show we do the first Tuesday of every month where we are proudly joined by the lovely and talented Geraldine Orozco from Bay Area Meditation. Geraldine left a behind a career in San Francisco to pursue the happiness she desired. That desire was helping people. Since then, she's created Bay Area Meditation, where people can learn about taking care of themselves and others around them as well. Her website is GeraldineRosgo.com. Then, at the bottom of hour number three, we are going to hop on over and join The Shift with Drex, where we will simulcast out of CKNW in Vancouver, British Columbia. We're going to talk a little UFO action. Nick Pope. Yeah, we're going to get into him and... Yeah, the Bowtie Man from Fox News. We'll leave it up to that right after this. Geraldine Roscoe, always a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, and so happy to be here on the last show of the year. I know, and of the decade. Of the decade. And of the as well. decade. Oh my goodness. Yep. You know, I. We, we usually go with all sorts of different topics with you on the spiritual you and, and I am a big fan of what you do. And I, and I think you're a fan of what we do as well. And that's why this show with this episode monthly just seems to click for a lot of people, especially for me. And you know, this past weekend on the 30th, Geraldine, we celebrated our fifth anniversary of spaced out radio. And it's something that, as you know, I'm very proud of. And I've always uh, wanted to see how far we could take this. And I started thinking about it leading into today's program, about a lot of things you have said to me, both on air and privately, about manifestation, how we can manifest what we want or maybe what we don't want. And I would like to get into that right off the bat with you here uh, tonight. But before we do... I want to ask you about you, because every time you come on, we have new listeners out there, and I always like to let them know your interesting story about how you left a very, very financially successful career in the heart of San Francisco to drop everything and start anew with Bay Area Meditation. Right. Well, first of all, congratulations on such an incredible achievement with the show, uh, Dave. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's been on this long and it's going to be continuing because what you do is really important. All the information, the show, the, the you know, your passion for this field is just incredible. So thank you for that. Thank um, you. But uh, yeah, let's, so let's talk about manifestation. I mean, talk a little bit about me. I mean, it, it, very interesting. I mean, for me, 
you know, first of all, when it came, I, I never would have imagined that what I'm doing right now, I would be doing it. You know, um, for me, how it happened was in 2013 when I had um, my abduction experience. I mean, that made me question my paradigm, but I didn't even know in which direction to go with that because, um, you know, the word ET consciousness or aliens wasn't even in my paradigm at the time. So for me, that was the first major wake-up call. Now, I've been teaching meditation for 10 years in the Bay Area, corporate and personal, you know, individual uh, training, and I had become certified in pranic and quantum energy healing just out of a curiosity and just out of, uh, you know, know, just wanting to learn about it, more and more of a hobby than anything. Um, but I started a shamanic training in 2008, and um, that really helped me understand some things about, um, you know, healing and what we're here and questioning our reality. And I had been working for many years to really understand, you know, what was happening. How come Terrible things kept happening to me. I mean, for me, I had my business, and it took me a really long time to get that business going. And it had failed multiple times. And finally, when I finally got the business and, you know, thousands of dollars invested, every dime. I mean, I never went shopping for myself, even for anything, uh, for like the, the 10 years that I had my business because I was so dedicated to making my business grow. Um, you know, everything was just at, at the end of that, even after we found success, I just felt empty inside. I felt empty. I felt like, what is the purpose of all this sacrifice that I'm doing in this business if it doesn't fulfill me? And it was in, in a deep inquiry to myself to question whether what I'm doing was really something that I wanted to do. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had a feeling that I needed to do something more meaningful for myself and for others. I wanted to be of service. I really did. And of course, you know, what I learned was that you can't be of service to anyone else unless you are 100% of service to yourself. And so when I realized it one day, I said, I'm going to begin to apply all of the lessons that I have learned, you know, in my courses, the, the lectures that I've spent so much money going to see, these amazing writers talk about abundance manifestation. I heard everything, but I've never actually applied any of the things I heard. So one day I got so tired of feeling tired, sick and tired, and completely depressed and demotivated and um, just empty that I said, I'm going to apply what I did. And that is what changed my life. And I think that I reached the point where I lifted up so many layers that kind of allowed my frequency to reach a point where I was able to have that kind of experience, which was my contact experience, although that is my belief. And so, um, uh, fast forward 2013 to 2016, I decided to make a big decision, which was to leave my engagement, my partnership, and I decided to make a big change. I wanted to no longer work in that business anymore. I sold my business, and I got a regression. I found Alba Weinman. And she did a regression on me. And my, my purpose was to confirm if what had happened to me in 2013 was real or not. That's it. That's all I wanted to know. And so when I got the regression and it just opened up massive amounts of information for me, um, not only did I find out that that experience, you know, did happen, um, but I understood the reason why I was activated with psychic abilities after that experience. 
I understood, um, you know, why I had been a lifelong abductee, actually, since the age of five. And I understood a lot of things. I was kind of taken on this, uh, this download of the universe and how the universe works, our consciousness, because my question was, what's true? That was my question. So at that point, I really couldn't go back to a, re- a regular life. I couldn't go back to going back to the, the struggle or the hustle. I needed to be something different. I needed to understand what it was to be, uh, have integrity in what I believed and to embody that unconditional love, to embody um, you know, that, that wisdom that I had gained through these practices. And it no longer aligned, aligned with having a regular life. And at that moment, I surrendered. I said, universe, do what you need to do with me. And literally, uh, from one day to the next, everything fell completely into place, and I was able to do my work. Um, You know, because I can see the multidimensional body, I work one-on-one with people with DNA reprogramming now. And it's just been amazing. More things have activated since that, since 2016 up until now, um, where I have the ability of, of doing many things now that are different that I've been able to, to learn and work with. So from the point of manifestation, I think that, um, you know, it, there was a point in my life where I just got tired of, of having to struggle, having to be in pain all the time, feeling lonely, abandoned, unloved, unloving myself, um, where I just felt like I had to make a drastic change. And I think that when I made that decision, everything started to change. And I think that's, that takes us to the, basically the building blocks of manifestation. Your vibrational frequency dictates everything that you're projecting into your reality. And your vibrational frequency is a product of your beliefs. Okay, so our belief system, and not just superficial beliefs, core subconscious beliefs. So those subconscious beliefs, you have to, you know, unearth them. You have to understand them to really know why you are projecting into your reality the things that we're experiencing. How hard was it when you made that transformation in yourself to find that love for yourself that so many of us are lacking? I will be honest with you. It was extremely painful. It was extremely painful because I, um, like all of us in this society, we are a product of our society. We are a product of our family. We are a product of the things that we learn from our parents and the things that we believe we are told through the entertainment industry, um, you know, our careers, our work, and the roles that we have to play. Uh, for me, it was as a woman, um, you know, in my life. And the thing is that I thought I was applying everything I learned, and I was like, why isn't it working? It's like putting a square peg in a round hole. Um, you know, I keep doing the things that society tells me to do. I'm very nice. I'm loving. I'm giving. You know, I'm always there for people. Um, you know, I, I try to do the right thing. Um, and yet I am found in these ex- these desperate situations where I feel that I'm at a loss instead of gaining anything positive. And it's the same with money, right? It's the same with business. We have this relationship with ourselves about feeling unworthy and of course, you're not going to be 
producing. Of course, you're not going to be matching yourself with the clients that have the money and having this easy exchange because you have a blockage, you have a belief system that money doesn't work with you. So all of these belief systems basically had to be completely, first of all, unearthed, understood, acknowledged, accepted, and then corrected. And it takes a lot of looking at yourself without rosy glasses <laughs> because at first we want to we want to hide you know the ego feels extremely vulnerable when we begin to look at the parts of us that are ugly, the parts of us that are insecure, the parts of us that do wrong things, the parts of us that are that are dishonest. Uh, you know, we don't want to look at those. We want to kind of hide them because if we see them, they cause us a lot of pain and we have, would have to take accountability for them. And I think that that's one of the hardest parts of the process of learning to love yourself. We're afraid of looking at our pain and our suffering and really taking responsibility for ourselves. And I understand that, you know, it, it takes some time. But when you look at it once and for all, it's going to be the most powerful transformative thing that you're going to do for yourself. Um, and it's going to be the most powerful expression of love towards yourself. If you cannot accept yourself fully, your darkness, your deepest darkness, and your brightest light, nobody will. And nothing outside of you will resonate with anything but those two dualistic aspects of yourself. Um, so again, you are a product of your vibrational frequency of everything you are on the deepest core. So that has to be, you know, the, the hardest part. And, um, you know, that's why, you know, this, uh, the personal development is a million billion dollar industry right now. You know, we're all trying to piece together the puzzle, trying to understand what to do. But a lot of the stuff that's out there sometimes is missing the link that we need to address, you know, those deep, darker aspects. And the ultimate goal is to find out what is whole, what is truth, what is life-producing. And things that are life-producing are things that are creative life force, which is love. The love, unconditional love, is the creative energy that brings everything in this cosmic universe into into function. If it wasn't for that creative uh, life force, we wouldn't have anything. We wouldn't have trees. We wouldn't have water. I mean, even on the physical level, how iron is created, how oxygen is created in our environment is a product of two dualities coming together to create something. Absolutely. And and I can see that. And, and you know, I think the biggest transformation people have to be able to do is look themselves in the mirror, make eye contact with yourself and tell yourself that you love yourself. It is exactly. a lot harder than it thinks. I went through that a number of years ago when I went through my first divorce, well, my only divorce at this point. You never know what happens after that. But the point that I'm getting at is, is when you put yourself in those shoes where you absolutely hate yourself because you hate what has become of your life, you can't even make eye contact with yourself. That is one of the toughest things and the toughest lessons that I've had to learn through that. And and I think for most people, even yourself, Geraldine, you probably still struggle with that at times. Yeah, I mean, now, now the relationship with myself is very open. I mean, I catch myself right away, like when something 
happens and and this is this is the difference between being uh you know congruent with your belief system as soon as you you know we're here to experience any range of things and the and the bottom line one of the things that you're going to understand at the other at the other side of this exercise is that ultimately there is no right and wrong we are all everything is a cause and effect we are all a product of something so if you look at things from that perspective, you begin to understand why things happen. Even the darkest person that goes out and hurts people is a product of hurt themselves and so on and so forth. These are cyclical behaviors, cyclical belief systems, patterns, structures of belief that are ingrained in our, in our society and the collective as part of infinite consciousness becoming aware of itself. Okay, so we experience, that's why we live in this duality, this world where there is darkness and there is light. We have to be able to experience all things in order to understand things. We have to understand all of it. Yeah, are we going out? Yes. Hatterach has a question here in our Space Travelers Club on our website. He is asking, so how are we going to get into how you deal with the dark parts of your life that you do not like, things in the past you regret? Right. And so and so this is where I, I was going with this point, because if you understand that there is no right and wrong from the perspective of judgment, you begin to understand what's real. What's real is the things that we sometimes don't want to look at and acknowledge. For example, a person that's in our society causing harm, whether it's a person that's on drugs or a rapist or a killer, they are a product of also pain, abuse, and damage in their family. So they didn't just pop up and begin behaving this way just because. There's a, there's a neurological reason for the way that they are, and that's a product of their environment. So if we understand that, then the, the cure seemingly for this would be to create programs to assist these people in recovery. Okay, then you look at the victim, the victim, the person that was harmed. What happened in their family? They are a product of belief systems, of unworthiness, of of fear, of everything that has also produced the experience that they had uh, a vibrational match with this other toxic person. So in other words, we are all a vibrational match to these experiences. In order to transform what we're experiencing, we have to clean up what's inside. And what that means is that we have to address all of those truths that we are not acknowledging. You are a product of who you are because of what happened in your family as a child from the age of birth literally in the womb, the first moments of breath were imprints, vibrational imprints of experience and emotions that basically set the, the tone for your entire life. You have to become aware of that and you have to acknowledge that in order to understand why you are the way you are today. Because the choices that you make right now are because of, of all your belief systems. This is how deep it you know, this work actually goes. So when we do things that we regret, we have to take a look at back at that moment, take a look at where our state of mind was, why we were there, why we chose those decisions, what part of us needed that decision at that time, why. 
And is that a repetitive need that is in our lives that is constantly unmet? Because the majority of us that end up doing things that we regret, it's because we're living out parts of us and experiences that we are not meeting or that we are not acknowledging. And so that's why they become repetitive patterns. And to, to, to go deeper, it's not really even your fault in a sense. Please hear me out. You are a product of ancestral trauma that you're carrying from your parents' lineage all the way down to the beginning, the origin of that genetic line. Okay, so this is how we are evolving as a collective on this planet. All of us are deeply interconnected, deeply experiencing all of this pain, suffering, as well as the joy. And it is our job to address those repetitive programs as you are born in this lifetime right now. So you're born in your family lineage to clean up the stuff that you have brought in from that lineage. We are never connected with people or experiences that are not a vibrational match to us. And for some people, that's really hard to hear because we want to be like, oh, well, you know, it's not my fault or I'm a victim here. And um, the fact of the matter is that the way that nature works we are infinite consciousness becoming aware of ourselves, which means that we are always in alignment with the experience that we are projecting into our reality. So that's something that sometimes it's hard to hear, but this is where the work begins. This is how you would start to begin. And once you get to that point, then you can forgive yourself because you understand why you did what you did. And what's left is to accept it. That's going to be another hard part, to accept it. Somebody is able to accept something when they are able to love themselves enough to do so. Because trust me, you can spend your entire life looking at those truths and rejecting them, but how will they serve you? They will not serve you. They're just going to bring you back into that negative feeling of hating yourself, and that's how we end up with chronic illness. Any organism that rejects itself, that rejects its own consciousness, that doesn't want to accept, becomes ill. That's how nature works as well. That's how plants work. That's how other animals on this planet work. Anything that becomes out of balance, toxic, it, it dies, it decays. And so this is how we become, uh, you know, decaying as well. We only got about 45 seconds before we go to break at the bottom of the hour. Geraldine Orozco is our guest. So as we go through this process where we try to start to love ourselves, we start to love each other, we start to you know, pay more attention to what we do, how does this brighten the energy within the body and the soul? Yeah, that's amazing, amazing question because what you're doing then when you begin to address those programs, and it's such powerful work, Dave, you're going to begin to shift. There's a shift. There's an incredible power to forgiveness of the self. When you go to that moment where you deeply regret a choice that you make, but you look at yourself, you look at where you were, you were honest about yourself, you're honest about the other person and their choices. And when you learn about yourself, you also learn about others because you realize how human we all are. All of us are looking for love and affection and connection. All of us. That's right. Yeah, so we can continue. <laughs> we'll continue right after this. The Spiritual You with Geraldine Orozco. GeraldineOrozco.com. Marty says your hair looks great tonight, by the way, Geraldine. We'll be back with more Spaced Out Radio right after this.
Hey, space travelers, this is John Resig, founder of the Chive and Chive Charities. If you know anything about our website, you know we like to do things a little differently. We're not some faceless organization collecting money for a nebulous cause. Our donor dollars go directly toward life-improving items. Then we give those items directly to an underdog who needs it most. To become a donor with Spaced Out Radio's official charity, Chive Charities, just go to chivecharities.org forward slash donate. From the heartlands of Canada to beards around the world, we know how to take care of you. Fill your follicles with the Mighty Moose Beard Oil. All our oils and balms are handmade and 100% natural ingredients because we care about your beard. And hey, use the promo code SOR2019 and get your Mighty Moose Beard Oil today. You can check us out on our website, MightyMooseBeard.com. Hello, this is Yoga Tall Man Ron Bumblefoot Thaw, and I have to tell you, I love the response I get for Little Brother is Watching from Spaced Out Radio fans. It's amazing how music can inspire and make people think deeper about what's going on in the supernatural world. You can head over to my website, bumblefoot.com, to check out my music, my guitar workshops, my touring, even check out some of the hot sauces that I'm working on. And make sure you keep on listening, because with Spaced Out Radio, you know Little Brother is Watching. Finish off your weekend and kick off your new week with me, Everett Themer, right here on Spaced Out Sundays. I'm going to bring you great guests, a little bit of snark, and plenty of information to think about. But don't worry, there's going to be plenty of woo as well. We are going to hit everything in the paranormal and supernatural, including the odd psychic Sundays. So tune us in on Sunday, 9.06 p.m. Pacific, 12.06 a.m. Eastern, right here at spacedoutradio.com. Heading to Vancouver and looking for a night on the town? The Moose Vancouver is the bar that never stops rocking until 2 a.m. every night. The Moose has great food with everything on the menu from $6.95 to $8.95. Fantastic, vibrant staff and rock and roll that will bring you back to when the music was real, the hair was long, and the guitars were rocking. Get your party on at the Moose Vancouver, the official party bar of Spaced Out Radio. Every night on Space Out Radio, we have places for you to hang out. Hi, this is Carl. Join our SOR Space Travelers group on Facebook for live chat. On Twitter, using hashtag Spaced Out Radio, you can also join us in our Spreaker chat room. Check us out on Instagram at Dave Scott SOR. All of our archives are free on YouTube at Spaced Out Radio. By the way, I'll be watching you at your window until you do. Bye! We're adding to the entertainment online for Space Out Radio. I'm Amber Beckard, and I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out Cryptid Tales, where I will take you on a journey into some of the strangest legends and lore from around the world, relaying the stories to you of the strange creatures and experiences that people have had throughout time. You can find Cryptid Tales at youtube.com forward slash spacedoutradio. And while you're there, don't forget to check out our free archives and leave a comment. See you there. Are you having encounters with the paranormal, supernatural, or ufological that you cannot explain? Look no further than the SOR Sightlines Report, brought to you by the Experiencers Support Association. This is Ryan Stacy, head of the research association, TESSA. Soon on the Spaced Out Radio website, you'll be able to file your reports and have them researched for you. We are independent and ready to help Spaced Out Radio listeners today. 
Move over, brother, and let me own Saturday night. This is Rich Giordano, and I'm inviting you to tune on in to Spaced Out Saturday starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern, where I'm going to bust open the lids on everything paranormal. Why? Because we want answers, and I'm the guy who's going to deliver those answers to you. Join the chat rooms, and we'll see you this Saturday. Just be there. No, really. Hey, everybody. The SOR Space Travelers is open. For just 5 bucks a month, you can hang out with Dave and our crew privately in our members-only section. With your signing, you'll receive newsletters on what's going on with Spaced Out Radio. You'll have direct contact with the host during the show in our chat, live streaming videos, and a great forum for your posts and more. Become a space traveler now at spacedoutradio.com. You wanted new SOR gear, and now you can have it. The SOR Vault is fully stocked with t-shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and everything in between with great logos for you to choose from. So head on over to spacedoutradio.com, click on the SOR Vault, and go shopping. Pricing is quite affordable, and you can look good representing your favorite show. So go to our website and pick up your new SOR wear at the SOR Vault today. Looking for something new to push your limits? Look Beyond the Spectrum, a new docu-series featuring some of the best researchers in the world when it comes to everything from UFOs, government cover-ups, and Bigfoot in the forest. Truth seekers like Steve Bassett, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, Richard Dolan, as well as others all chip in to bring their knowledge to you. Beyond the Spectrum can be found on Amazon as well as Tubi TV. Tell us what you think on our Amazon page. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Welcome back to the second half hour of Spaced Out Radio tonight. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. Great to have you with us. Reminder to all of you that if you're looking for our archives, they are free at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com where we have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot. Do a little shopping at the SOR vault. We got great books that we read the night that you can pick up. Also, you could join the Space Travelers Club for five bucks a month and read up on Captain Shirk's SOR Newswire. It's updated daily. From Bay Area Meditation in San Francisco, California, we have Geraldina Roscoe. Her website, GeraldinaRoscoe.com, and she does the spiritual you here on Spaced Out Radio the first Tuesday of every month. Geraldine, welcome back to the show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much. Hi, Geraldine. 
Always a pleasure to have you here, my friend. I got a question for you right off the bat. I wanted to get into manifestation tonight because you know what? We're coming across the holidays where emotions get heavy. Okay. People get depressed. They get anxious. Maybe they don't like family or they have no family or, or they've been abandoned or, or they've broken up with a significant other, or maybe they just don't like the stress of the holidays. How do we manifest our energies to make sure that the holidays run smoothly? I have an amazing technique that I would love to share with everyone here. And, um, well, first of all, let's begin with this. We mentioned we everything is energy, so every, everything, even our bodies, um, the things that surround us are energy. So that means that... Because we are matching with our family, so first of all, we talked about this in the last segment, that we are a vibrational match to each other. How we come together in families is a really beautiful and complex connection of vibrational information. And so, again, you as a family are experiencing things collectively. So what happens is when you come together in groups like this or parties or family gatherings, there is a way to work with the energy in this space and shift the energy into something neutral and positive. Now, this is this exercise can be done without um, imposing on the free will of others, okay? And what you can do, number one, first of all, you have to ground yourself down to the center of the earth. You have to be always grounded, which means that you're fully in your body. Two, you are aware of your energetic body. So you are visualizing that you have a bubble around your body, Okay, and the visualization of a bubble is just you being aware of your energetic body. Okay, and you're going to visualize that bubble completely solid without any openings. Now, um, when you're fully grounded, it allows you to make choices and decisions from a place that's not coming from fear or anxiety. It's a really easy and powerful tool. Okay, and that's going to help you a lot when you're in environments of high stress, like families, sometimes we get very easily triggered by our family members. So owning your space when you're with family is going to be very important. Secondly, or with anyone, really, all the time, we must always be aware of our energetic body. Secondly, when we are entering any space, we have the ability of shifting the energy into a space that will benefit us in a way that we are projecting into a reality the highest possible experience and we do that by utilizing color color is one of the languages of energy of vibration of frequency you can shift the frequency in a space by filling a room with a certain color okay and what you're doing is you're setting the intention and you're shifting that space so what you're going to do is, and this works in any kind of situation, whether you're going into a courtroom, whether you're going into your job, whether you're going into on a date, or you're going um, you know, out with your kids, you can shift the energy so that it is in the highest expression. You're going to ground yourself, protect yourself. You're going to visualize a white screen in front of you, and you're going to see a color. And you're going to ask to be shown the color that represents the highest vibrational experience for the experience that you're about to enter. And the color will show up. Some of you are going to see a color. Some of you are going to sense a color. You're going to hear a color. Or you might even just have the name of a color come to your mind. Trust your intuition. The first thing that comes up for you is going to be correct. Okay? 
Um, and you're going to utilize that color. You're going to visualize the space that you're coming into. So let's say you're going to your family member's house. You're going to visualize filling up that space with that color, and you're going to maintain, you're going to hold the color in that space. You're also going to fill that your entire bubble, your energetic space with this color. Why? Because you're setting the intention that your experience with family is going to be managed from the highest expression. So if you shift your vibration, you're inherently changing how you're going to interact with those around you. And you're not imposing on their free will. They can react however they need to act. But you are owning the way that you're going to experience. This will disable fear. It'll pull you away from going through those patterns, the trigger patterns that you're used to going with, let's say, your mother specifically or maybe a sister or a cousin that you're used to always having friction with. It'll pull you out of the past or the, uh, the future, the fear of the future, and it'll bring you into the present moment. This is a really powerful tool that you can utilize, and I'm telling you, it has, it has helped me in a million ways. It has helped me with conferences, with clients in my business, um, you know, in many different ways. It's a wonderful way to begin to work uh, and utilize your free will and your creative energy. What if we want to mas- manifest some positivity Let's say we have a good feeling about a job or an opportunity or or that just today is going to be a good day. How do we manifest it to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, um, the deeper work, and I'm going to talk about the deeper work. Um, again, I want to go back to our concepts of what is right and wrong, what we believe is good and bad. We need to come into a new way of thinking, especially for 2020. Um, we have, we're ending here a very powerful time in our lifetime. We're beginning a new phase where those of us that are waking up, that are, that are conscious, that are aware of our energy, we have to start applying our wisdom, the ancient wisdom that is encoded in our DNA. We have the ability of manifesting into our reality every experience that we have. So that being said, all of the things that we are feeling, thinking, we have to shift, we have to change the way that we're thinking, feeling, and expressing ourselves. So when we are working with our everyday lives and we're trying to create positivity, we need to integrate the belief systems that make us believe that there are experiences that are negative and positive and train ourselves to come into a state of an observer. We come into a state of observation. So we are looking at the things that are happening around us without reacting immediately. That helps us preserve our energetic life force. It helps us not fall into toxic patterns. It helps us move out of depressive um, modes, low energy, toxic emotions. It helps us become aware and manage how we choose to feel in any experience. That is coming into a state of an observer instead of constant cause and effect being at cause of the things that are happening around us. That's number one. This is how you are going to, from the deeper level, shift how you're experiencing your life. Two, As you're moving through your life, the things that experience that are triggers, take note of them, work them, address them immediately. 
start working with the triggers. Notice where you are feeling vulnerable and where you are, um, you know, expressing yourself in a way that you uh, are feeling uh, victimized or out of balance or in pain or in suffering. Those have to be addressed. You need to provide yourself. You need to be your own support system where you are accessing tools to allow you to learn how to come back from those uh, belief systems. That means that you are providing yourself with love, uh, space, time that you need to heal. You are surrounding yourself with people that are positive in your life, that are promotive of that uh, expansion and success. And you're you're not choosing relationships and events and experiences that are pulling you out of what's in alignment with you. So our awareness of what's in alignment is really important now from this moment forth because it's no more, no more games. You know, everything that we have been feeling in the distance in the past is now becoming more physical. So some of us that are more empathic pick up on feelings and emotions. They're going to be expressing themselves in a more, uh, in a way, and manifesting themselves in our lives more vividly. So we're going to feel more. We're going to express more. So from that, be, from that perspective, um, it's our job to be really aware of the parts of us that need to be healed and addressed. Um, the next thing that I want to say, how to create a positive day, is that, um, you know, coming back to what is good for you. What is good for you? Are you drinking enough water? Are you are you spending time in nature? Are you taking a moment from sitting in front of the computer all day to go out for a walk? We have to create our own high vibrational heaven. We have to create. We have to be conscious enough to pull out of the matrix system where we are made to be in a constant state of survival and begin to take responsibility for the actions that we're doing that keep us away from that vibrant, healthy self. Um, And we have to stop blaming other people for being in the positions that we are. Like, oh, well, you know, I had to work and I had to do this and I had to do this. All of that is quite true, but we must create balance. And what you'll notice is right now, most of us are fearful of taking breaks or taking moments from ourselves because we feel like the world is going to push back, you know, and create problems for us or chaos or we might lose our jobs. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're coming into a place where all of that is changing. Consciousness is happening collectively, which means that if you become conscious of what your needs are and you meet them within a balanced manner, your environment will fall into place automatically. That is the law of resonance. And this can be applied to the workplace, to your relationship with your families, uh, so on and so forth, with yourself. Um, this is the level of awareness that we are now need to apply more than ever. So if you want to talk about having a good day, you know, we need to take responsibility with how to create and how we are manifesting. I understand that we got to take control of that. We have to set the tone. You know, how do we do that, though? If we are so caught up in our daily lives, how do we do that? How do we set the tone from the time we wake up? Is it something as simple as making your bed, as they say in the military, and getting your day off? Because that way, at least you get to crawl into a comfortable bed at the end of the day. Or is it is it meditation in that morning shower? Is it is it a good breakfast? What is it? 
Yeah, Dave. And I mean, the thing is that everyone is going to have their own, uh, you know, perspective or opinion of what is uh, a good morning, for example. So for, for a general rule, it's what is going to help you thrive in that moment. What is going to bring you in a state of alignment with your core values? What do you value most? Do you value stress and anxiety or do you value balance, peace, serenity, awareness? So if your values are in the realm of, of having peaceful, being healthy, vibrant, not having toxic relationships, you're going to begin to choose things that are good for you. So that means, and it happens naturally. That's what I noticed with myself. When I started to um, love myself and to really have that deeper understanding of how emotions play a role in my life, whether I allow them to rule my life, external events rule my life or not rule my life, it completely shifted how I started to treat myself. Because otherwise, we're like a candle in the wind that anything that happens outside of us triggers us and then we just follow along with that. We just move with the wind, right? And so we end up very tired or maybe off, right? We, the, the wind is, uh, you know, turning that fire out. So we, we become empty, depleted of our life force. So the first thing you get up in the morning, um, I always suggest meditation because it helps you reconnect with your body. And it's a good way to train yourself to connect back with your body. Ground yourself. Connect to the earth. When we are connected to earth, we are aligning ourselves with, um, well, first of all, we're balancing the positive and negative charges of the body. And second of all, we're aligning our body with the natural cycles of the earth, Okay. And this can be at any time that whether you're working the night shift or the morning shift, when you connect to the earth, you are bringing all aspects of yourself from the past or the future into the now. The easiest way to be healthy, vibrant, and happy is to be in the now. Be in the now. That is the trick. If you're in the now, you're not going to be thinking about, the stress from yesterday, the pain, the sorrow, the guilt, whatever it is that you're holding on to from the past. You're not going to be fearful of the future or the possibilities or things that could possibly happen. You're in the moment, and that is how you're going to begin to create your life um, in a powerful, clear way in alignment with your needs. So um, in, in the morning when you ground yourself, you bring yourself into the now, you're going to create your energetic boundary, becoming aware of your energetic space. You can meditate. There's hundreds of, of different apps now that you can utilize to meditate, videos online. Um, whatever practice works for you, do it. The purpose is to clear your mind and to bring yourself into the present moment. That's the trick. And then you can carry on your day. When you're in the now, your choices are going to be in alignment. You're going to pick the lunch that serves you. Okay? Because you're not going to be making choices from stress, from anxiety, from when we come into those feelings of desperation, helplessness, fear, anger, we want to, we feel empty, so we want to fill in that space. Wherever there's love lacking, there is an emptiness, a feeling of emptiness. So the body wants to store up with what they believe is love, they replace it with food. So we end up eating all kinds of things like sugars and things that are not good for us. And we fill up that, that space, which is an illusion. So the more in the now that you are, the more present you are with your emotions and your feelings and your expectations and intentions, 
the more you're going to choose things that are that are more vibrant and healthy for you. So that's how you can an easy, very practical way that you can begin to shift and and change the intention of your day. When it comes to manifestation, everything that we are projecting into our reality, because we are living in a holographic universe. Our world is holographic. We are holographic. So everything that we're doing is we are projecting into our reality. That means that what is being projected is coming from the subconscious mind. So whatever is running the subconscious mind at any given moment is what you're going to be experiencing next. Keep that in mind. So again, if you are not in the present, if you're in a state of fear, anxiety, anger, this is what you're going to be uh, a vibrational match to in your next moment. So my advice is to live moment to moment, consciously aware. It doesn't mean that you can't plan. It doesn't mean that you can't address and um, do the things that you need to do in your life, in your career, in your busy, very busy lives. But you have to do it with presence and with awareness. That's how you begin to change things. And that's also how you manifest. You project into your reality things that are productive for you. Um, now, I'm going to also talk about, um, from the metaphysical energetic aspect, how do we project into our reality? Because your entire body is made up of all the information that you are, okay, as an individual, you are a collection of all the experiences that you've had. You have a certain vibrational signature. This vibrational signature dictates all of the things that you are attracting in your life. You have the ability of changing that vibrational signature to align yourself with things that are better, that are uh, more happy, positive in your, in your experience. And you do that by becoming aware of the parts of you that require healing. That takes time that you need to sit down and address that in meditation and do the healing work, the shadow work. But as a general rule, if you come into the present moment and you're aware of that, you can also shift your vibrational frequency by choosing what you want to experience. So let's say that you're having a very, very stressful day, okay? You take one minute to sit down. You're going to eliminate, literally visualize that you're eliminating the stress and the anxiety out of your body. You're going to visualize almost as if the chair underneath you is absorbing it and it's actually like a, a gooey substance, which when you look at it from the you know holographic lens or your third eye, it really looks like that. Anger, fear, doubt is a very sticky substance that is connecting to, to all of the body, the multidimensional body. So you have to remove that from your body. And when you do, you're going to visualize that leaving the body. Your body is going to come into a state of neutrality. When you're in a state of neutrality, you enter automatically a state of observation. This is the most powerful state of being. You don't need to come into a state of happiness, joy, love. If you are in neutrality, this is enough to get you moving in the right direction of consciousness. And this is how you begin to project into your reality the experiences that are more in alignment with you. Okay, this is the law of how the, the body works. So these are some steps that you can use. And there are many, many more, but I'm going to end with that and uh, we can continue, Dave. Well, we have about two minutes here before we got to go to break at the at the top of the hour. Geraldine Roscoe is our guest tonight on Spaced Out Radio. 
Now, as we start to project and manifest everything that we want, I mean, it's not as simple. I mean, a lot of people all just manifest the lottery or all manifest that $200,000 a year job when you're not qualified for it or something along those lines. There is a sense of reality that does come along with this as we got about 90 seconds. Of course. And again, it's what's in alignment with your highest expression. Your highest expression may not be to win the lottery, You see, our concepts of success are all inverted. So we need to understand what's in alignment with our core values. And you, as a product of your um, past lives, as of all of the traumas, the experiences that you've had, you're not here to experience the matrix. You're not here to experience the rich cars, the money. You're here to evolve, and you're here as consciousness to become aware of yourself. So that's the first thing that we need to become very clear about, you know. And when you come become clear about that, everything that you need will come to you. That's how the law of attraction works. The problem is that we are get lost in the material things and we forget that the actual the internal is actually what's creating what's what's going to be projected on the outside. So, you know, and you you can manifest all those things as well, but if they are in alignment with your highest expression. And some people probably don't want to hear that because you know they want the car, they want this, they want that. But you got to question yourself, why do you want that? What part of you wants that? Is it the ego or is it your true self, you know? So that, that's where we have to start being clear about what we're manifesting. That's a good point as well. It's not about finances. It's not about anything. It's about helping yourself. You help yourself, mm-hmm. good things start to happen. You get the ball rolling. It's like a snowball effect. That's what I believe. That's right. That's All right. right. I, know, I know you wouldn't know what a snowball is way down there in California where you are <laughs> on the coastline. Send me a picture, Dave. Send me a picture. When it finally snows here, I will. Hasn't snowed yet. Only a few sprinkles. But it's been about minus 5, minus 6 degrees Fahrenheit around here. I know you don't like that. Geraldine Orozco is our guest tonight on Spaced Out Radio. Hour 2 of the Spiritual You coming up. We're going to take your questions. So make sure if you're one of our chat rooms or on Twitter, they're all in capital letters. We want to get them asked for you. We'll be back. For the price of one cup of coffee a month, you can become an SOR Space Traveler. The Space Travelers Club is a place where you can interact with other listeners, either live during the show or on our great forum. We want your stories, pictures, comments, and ideas. You'll get live video streams, exclusive content, and be a part of our newsletter. Stay in touch with everything SOR. The Space Travelers Club is just 5 bucks a month at spacedoutradio.com. Visit purpleplates.com today. For over 40 years, the Purple Energy Plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers. Inspired by the great genius Nikola Tesla, the harmony, healing, and energetic effects of the plates have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers. Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplates.com. 
At spacedoutradio.com, we have a little bit of everything for you to stay up late. So while you're there, check out our SRR Newswire, where our team brings you stories of the weird and strange to the WTF from around the globe. News on Bigfoot, UFOs, paranormal, Darwinian-type crime tales. It's the stories that the mainstream media usually won't touch. Well, we got them all on the SOR Newswire, only at spacedoutradio.com. A little bit of science, a little bit of skepticism. Add a dash of snark and you have the makings of Spaced Out Sundays with me, Everett Thiemann. Together we will look into the reality of the paranormal with an open eye and rational thought. Oh, did I mention there'll be plenty of woo as well? Your time spent with Spaced Out Sundays will make the night even better. The chat rooms are open, 9.06 p.m. Pacific, 12.06 a.m. Eastern, right here at spacedoutradio.com. Move over, brother, and let me own Saturday night. This is Rich Giordano, and I'm inviting you to tune on in to Spaced Out Saturdays starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern, where I'm going to bust open the lids on everything paranormal. Why? Because we want answers, and I'm the guy who's going to deliver those answers to you. Join the chat rooms, and we'll see you this Saturday. Just be there. No, really. We all know on Spaced Out Radio we love a good beard and mustache, so why not take care of your facial hair with Mighty Moose Beard Oil? Made in Canada, we're taking care of beards and stashes around the world. We use 100% natural ingredients with our oils and balms to make your whiskers feel silky smooth. Use promo code SOR2019 at MightyMooseBeard.com today. out with Spaced Out Radio, where we own the night. This is Carl. You can follow Dave on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, and during the show, use the hashtag Spaced Out Radio to chat with us live. On Instagram, at Dave Scott SOR. On Facebook, give our page a like, Spaced Out Radio Show. SOR archives are free on YouTube at Spaced Out Radio. Come join us, or I will come join you. See you at your window. Hey, this is Canadian Paranormal Investigator Mike Moore. The third Wednesday of every month, I'll be teaming up with Dave Scott to bring you Ghosts of the Great White North. Each month, we will bring on guests from across Canada to discuss their ghostly encounters. Canada is a paranormal hotbed with stories you've never heard, so we're going to bring them to you. So get comfy in your Chesterfield, grab a donut, and join us, eh? of the wild is in vancouver the moose vancouver is one of the hottest bars and restaurants in the city open until 2 a.m nightly the moose will rock you like a hurricane all night long great food with everything on the menu at 6.95 near the corner of nelson and granville get your horns up and come rock with us the moose vancouver the official rocking bar of spaced out radio The SOR Vault is open for business, and do we have some cool swag for you to pick up. All you have to do is head over to our website and click on the SOR Vault. You have a variety of cool logos to choose from, and put them on anything you want. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, you name it, we can get it to you. So do your shopping by supporting the store you love. Get your Spaced Out Radio swag at the SOR Vault today.
Get your horns up with me on Spaced Out Radio. This is Ron Bumblefoot Thaw. Come tune in to SOR where you can hear me rock out with Little Brother is Watching, the official theme song of Spaced Out Radio. And then come on over to Bumblefoot.com where you can find out about my tour schedule, my music, and everything else. Bumblefoot.com keeps you up to date on what I'm doing and the best way to stay in touch with my music and music camps. Sign up for my newsletter at Bumblefoot.com and remember, Little Brother is Watching. This is Amber Beckrud, and I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we store all of the SOR show archives for free. And as an added bonus, every two weeks, I'm posting brand new content on Cryptid Tales, where I will get into some of the spookier legends and folklore from around the world and tell the stories that go with them. Find us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio and check out Cryptid Tales today. Drop a comment and let me know what you want to hear. See you there. Are you having encounters with the paranormal, supernatural, or ufological that you cannot explain? Look no further than the SOR Sightlines Report, brought to you by the Experiencer Support Association. This is Ryan Stacy, head of the Research Association, TESSA. Soon on the Spaced Out Radio website, you'll be able to file your reports and have them researched for you. We are independent and ready to help Spaced Out Radio listeners today. Hey, Spaced Out Radio fans, it's John Rezig, founder of the Chive and Chive Charities. Our goal is to make the life of veterans, first responders, and those with rare medical conditions 10% happier. We do this by donating one grant item, ranging from dance to therapy programs to prosthetic limbs, to those who need it most. To contribute to Spaced Out Radio's official charity, head over to chivecharities.org and become a donor today. Hi there, this is Geraldine Orozco from San Francisco's Bay Area Meditation. I invite you to join me the first Tuesday of every month with Dave Scott for Spaced Out Radio's The Spiritual You. In this fast-paced world we live in, it's time for you to take some time for you. We'll cover every possible subject from powerful meditation to healing techniques to your own intuition and spirituality. So come join us for The Spiritual You. You're listening to Spaced Out Radio with Dave Scott. Follow Dave on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio and on Facebook, Spaced Out Radio Show. Welcome back to hour number two of Spaced Out Radio tonight. I am your host, Dave Scott. Appreciate you filling on in with us. We welcome back everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates, KZFX 93.7 FM in Ridgecrest, California, WQEE 99.1 FM in Noonan, Georgia, UPRN 107.7 FM in New Orleans, KDNF AM 1560 in Dangerfield, Texas, and KDUN AM 1030 in Reedsport, Oregon. On the digital side, hi to everyone listening in on Kingdom of Nye Radio and Revolution Radio. Great to have you with us. Remember, all all of our archives are free at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, favor that is, and hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Lavoduction. Lavoduction is your password. Use it wisely, Space Travelers, as the clam sets a password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot. Do a little shopping at the SOR Vault. Grab a book from We Read the Night. Join the Space Travelers at 5 bucks a month or read up on the news. Captain Shirk has it updated daily. The first Tuesday of every month. 
we bring in Geraldina Roscoe from Bay Area Meditation for the Spiritual You. Her website, GeraldinaRoscoe.com. This is her final appearance of 2019 and of this decade. So we're glad to have Geraldine back. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. As always, a pleasure to be here. Oh, not a problem. We love having you here. And and I got a bunch of questions from our audience that are lined up here, and I want to get to them if you don't mind. Yeah, I'd love to. Let's answer them. All right. Hadarak in the Space Travelers Club is asking, are aliens just here looking for love and affection? Are aliens just here? Wow. You know what? That That is actually a really deep question, believe it or not, because the question is, are these manifestations of consciousness, which can be alien or terrestrial, is it just the purpose of looking for that love, that connection, and maybe even with the hybridization program? Um, I think ultimately all organisms in this matrix multiverse are looking um, to become aware of themselves as consciousness. So um, in that, their journey, they have a spiritual aspect to their journey as well as their own uh, belief systems within their um, agendas that they feel they have to carry out. So just like humans, we are all experiencing all of these things. And um, the, the ultimate purpose is for them to experience that and learn from that, whatever it is, whether it's participating in a hybridization program, whether it's, uh, you know, creating, uh, you know, landscapes on Mars or, you know, armies or whatever it is that is going on. Um, there are many expressions of consciousness that can manifest in any form. And again, remember that our vision as humans is always coming through the filter of the world that we're familiar with, right? Because this is all we know. All we know is our own structure of reality, our own physics, our own science, our own math, which is quite limited. And so the way we look at them is always going to be through our limited filter. Um, And so until we are able to transcend the limited illusion, we can then tap into other realities, other possibilities of life form, existences, and structures of reality. So um, ultimately, I think that all living beings are looking to um, express their highest expression of life, Uh, whether it's a flower that cycles through life and death, whether it's a human, uh, or whether it's any kind of organism that's in this multiverse that expresses their highest expression and then goes back, back into energy. That's what we are. We're just energy. All right, let's move on to another question here. This one comes from Uncle Dale in the Space Travelers Club. He is asking, how can a plant, because we talked plants earlier, how can a plant not accept its own consciousness? That seems pretty advanced for a plant. Mm -hmm. Well, a plant, (laughs) we're talking about any manifestation of consciousness. Even a plant chooses um, its expression. So, for example, as the plant consciousness, it, it decides to um, manifest itself as a flower. But there's going to be a different experience for the flower that is manifested in a nuclear war field uh, as opposed to one that is in a forest somewhere in Germany, some pristine forest. Um, so, you know, even those experiences where they choose their environment um, there is a there is a representation of whether there is balance or imbalance. 
the purpose of all living organisms is to experience at some point to 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 choose to experience ultimate balance, its ultimate expression. So if a flower is budding for life uh, underneath uh, a rock or underneath in a cave somewhere, um, there are aspects that are missing. Maybe they're missing sun. So that experience is going to be different than one that is outside in front of the sun. Maybe they don't have enough water, so on and so forth. You know, these are all just very limited examples. But the ultimate purpose of that analogy is to understand that any life form is here experiencing things through their particular expression. And that's, that's it. That's all it is. It's consciousness experiencing that specific expression. And it can be anything. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right, let's move on here to another question here. This one uh, well, that's Jade saying that I sound French when I read the password. Well, thank you, Jade. Merci beaucoup. As we put it there. Dale is asking again, what is the law of resonance? The law of resonance. Well, we're talking about, again, we were talking about what is our vibrational match. So as vibrational frequency, we emanate a certain vibrational signature. And so... What that means is that everything that is in alignment or is a vibrational match to that signature is what is going to be grouping together, okay? So, for example, if I um, am always in a state of joy and happiness, I'm probably going to meet other people that are in alignment with that. Um, but but it goes much deeper than that, okay, that our our thinking is that because we're happy and, and joyful on the outside, we're going to match with those people. But what's actually creating the vibrational frequency that we're emitting is actually the subconscious thoughts and the subconscious programs. So let's say that on the outside, I'm very happy and joyful, but on the inside, there's a part of me that is acting on love and being loving towards others because in reality there's a very deep emptiness and a deep need to be loved so let's say that that is the subconscious thought that means that your relationships and the people that you run into the experiences that you have are going to be a vibrational match to that lack of love instead of the external expression of love that you're showing okay so in other words all of these um, all of these emotions and these subconscious thoughts create programs. The programs create vibrational information. That information is creating a frequency, and you are emitting that frequency. Um, and this is how we become in alignment with the things that we experience. Therefore, in order to shift that, you have to shift the subconscious thoughts. You have to go to the root and shift those belief systems that create your true feelings and emotions. When I say true, I'm talking about what's actually creating. What's actually creating is a subconscious thought. That's actually what's creating. All right. Let's go over to the speaker chat here. Craig is saying, Dave mentioned self-love. I think love would be a misguided term. Is it not simply about knowing the self, getting used to it, and accepting it by deleting the delusional ways we perceive life? Things like hierarchies? So I, I love that you brought that question up because this is a question that I get almost at least once a day in my sessions. And it's so funny that we have gotten this far in our society, in our culture, in our spiritual understanding of things. 
And somehow, I by probably the inversion of this matrix or, you know, the confusion and, and um, uh, the disinformation of things, we always tend to want to step over the word of love. And that is the biggest um, illusion uh, that is actually in our reality. The problem is that we hear the word love and we associate it with the things that we're used to seeing in media. You know, we're used to seeing the things that we feel with our partner uh, or we think we feel with our partner in our family. But the truth is that if we question, if you get 10 people and you ask them, what is love? Their perspective is going to be very different because it depends on the kind of environment that they grew up with and whether they, whether or not they received love and they were able to acknowledge what love is throughout their lifetime. And what's happening with us as a collective is the majority of us, we don't know actually what love is. Um, And that's one of the most awakening things that the most powerful awakening questions that I had in my journey is to really question if I really understood what love meant. I thought I did. I thought I had an understanding of what it was. I thought it was giving myself. I thought it was following along all these rules. And like you were mentioning, like, isn't it just a matter of dissolving all these things like hierarchies, but how will we know what to replace the hierarchy with if we're not in a deep understanding of what is true connection then, or a balanced connection, a balanced expression? And so when you go down that path, you begin to understand that what is true connection, what is true understanding of of integration is, first of all, to dispel the illusion of separation. There are two truths in this universe, as they say, uh, positive and negative, and fear and love, okay, good and bad. The opposite of fear is going to be love. Now, what is love? Love is including including everything sorry including um is the inclusion of all things around us as a part of ourselves that's what love is we need to get very clear about that uh and fear is the separation of ourselves with all things outside of us okay so when we create a separation we are creating a distance between ourselves others situations, experiences that are unknown, that are fearful, so on and so forth. That is the the definition of fear, and that is why it's the opposite of love. Love is the creative life force of all things, because when you include, when you unite, when you unite when your other half, you are able to produce life. You are able to create. You create that spark of life that seeds another human being. Okay, and so what that's telling us just in that understanding, it is showing us the law of creation of this entire universe. If we look at a spectrum of white light, you put it through a prism, it creates um, a spectrum, it creates colors. Okay, and so the concept is in this three dimensional plane, we are all fragmented. Everything is fragmented. Our belief systems, our emotions, our thoughts, even the chakras, the information is fragmented. How do you become one? How do you become a unison? You have to turn that rainbow spectrum into one, into a light, into a white light. In this same understanding of how light is fragmented, 
is the same way consciousness is fragmented. It's the same way that our body and the information of our body is fragmented. It's the same way emotions are organized within the body based on their frequency. So how does one become, quote-unquote, enlightened? They become the integration of all separate things. They become a whole. And you become a whole when you are able to accept all things around you as one. That's how you create life. That's how we have vitality, health, humans living, breathing, plants living, nature. We look to nature. Nature only thrives when it is whole, when it is in complete harmony with its surroundings. So it is the same analogy for all aspects. This is what we need to become clear of. Um, you know, all of these concepts of separation would dissolve if we were clear that w of what love is. Okay, so that's why love is basically uh, the acknowledgement of the self, consciousness becoming aware of itself means that it's acknowledging itself as this human, as a part of all things, not as a separate of all things. So I hope I answered that in a way that you can understand. I think you did pretty darn good there. We got seven minutes left until we go to break at the bottom of the hour. Geraldina Roscoe is our guest tonight for The Spiritual You. Continuing with your questions, heading into the hybridization program, PBR has a question asking, as a hybrid mother, how many hybrid children do you believe you have had? Yeah, thanks for asking the question. I have had 24 hybrid children. Um, and, and that number was, uh, in 2017 when I, when I had my regression. Up until 2017, I had 24, but I have had other experiences up until now. Um, so I'm assuming that number has gone up a couple. Um, so that, yeah, that would be my experience. All right. Follow up from PBR on that point. He is asking, do you know how old they are? Do you ever get to see them, their names? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking that question. A lot of people ask this. And, you know, um, here, here's the thing. I, I have 24 hybrid children. I'm a part of four different hybridization programs, to my knowledge. Okay. And from these four hybridization programs, one of them is a draconian program, one of them is a reptilian program, one of them is part of a humanoid type of um, lineage program, and another one is a terrestrial program. Uh, yes, there are terrestrial hybridization programs, and of those, uh, we can relate to them as military abductions, um, where you know, the program is quite different. The focus is quite different. The focus is a hybridization, but it's also a cloning program that is involved in that. So it's a little bit different. Now, from the children that I was able to consciously meet when I first became aware of any of this in 2013, I was shown eight lights, and from the eight, I was presented to four of those children. Um, I was presented to two girls and two boys, a young boy that was around the age of five, six years old, uh, an older boy that was more of a reptilian humanoid slash gray kind of um, species. And he was around the age, I would say, around 26. He is the eldest. Um, there was a, child, uh, a young girl that was probably around the age of 11 and another girl that was probably around the age of five. Um, so those are the ones that I actually got to meet in person. 
Now, in meditation and in healing, I have um, gone through kind of several inquiries because for me, I need to have I need to do my own research. I cannot take anyone else's word as as truth until I experience it. Um, a lot of people tell me, oh, you should connect with your hybrids, you should see. But to me, I have a question. And my question is, with the hybridization program, who are we serving? Okay, that's my question. Who am I creating hybrids for? And because I can't answer that, I don't know if I feel comfortable connecting with them. Okay, and the truth is that even if you reach the highest level of all this information, we still will not be able to know because our human mind is incapable of comprehending laws and functions that work beyond this dimension. That's number one. So um, in meditation, I have at the very beginning, uh, when I learned how to speak light language, and this happened after my near-death experience uh, about a year ago, I started to speak in, I guess, what you can call tongues or light language. And I recorded it one day and had someone translate it for me. It appeared to have been a complete connection and communication from one of my hybrid children. Now, that was a very impactful experience for me because it really made me think and question a lot of things. It made me question mind control, technology, consciousness, connection, how we interact with other species and other um, interdimensional beings. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I believe that there are some hybrids that are very high vibrational frequency and some hybrids that are very low vibrational frequency, some that are actually interdimensional beings, not exactly taking a human form or any form for that matter. Um, and I know that I do have some of those. So, you know, in this range... Um, my darling listeners, it's very hard to kind of pinpoint the kind of connection that you have with these. We're talking about genetic modification of a species. They're utilizing our DNA, combining it with many others in order to produce something that is capable of communicating and traveling interdimensionally. That's the purpose of the hybridization program. Some of these hybrids are being incarnated into our timeline. That's why we have amazing uh, children that are highly advanced and they are clearly extraterrestrial consciousness. We can look to the work of Mary Rodwell, which heavily studies hybrids on Earth, and she produces incredible um, evidence for us to look at how children at the age of three, four, five years old are producing uh, information, advanced art, uh, uh, understanding of physics science that's beyond any graduate in, in the university. Um, you know, so those are some, some clear understandings of how these uh, advanced consciousness is kind of being put into our timeline. So that being said, um, I, I don't tend to have um, an immediate uh, intention to want to connect with them as much as I would like to investigate and understand deeply why humans are being utilized for the hybridization program. That's kind of where my focus of research and um, inquiry is at the moment. Well, we only got about 50, 45, 50 seconds left until we go to break. I'm not going to ask any more questions. We will take more questions from the audience here in our chat rooms when we come back from the break. But Geraldine, you know, it's very difficult to to stay focused. It's very difficult to to try and 
and remember all of this information that you are passing on, how important is it for people to maybe do a little reading, re-listen to this show, maybe contact you in regards to this as we got about 20 seconds? It's so important. You know, yeah, we're talking about heavy stuff, and I put a lot of information in for you. So definitely share, listen. And, you know, I really hope that if you have more questions, you guys can review this. And next time, I'd love to take your questions as well, you know, at the beginning of next year. So um, we're here to serve. And, you know, the purpose of this radio show is to provide knowledge and information to help you question reality even more. Isn't that the truth? Geraldine Orozco, Spiritual You, the final time of 2019. Her next date here, January 7th, 2020. We'll be back with more Spaced Out Radio coming up after this. Visit purpleplates.com today. For over 40 years, the Purple Energy Plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers. Inspired by the great genius Nikola Tesla, the harmony, healing, and energetic effects of the plates have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers. Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplates.com. We're adding to the entertainment online for Spaced Out Radio. I'm Amber Beckrud, and I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out Cryptid Tales, where I will take you on a journey into some of the strangest legends and lore from around the world, relaying the stories to you of the strange creatures and experiences that people have had throughout time. You can find Cryptid Tales at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. And while you're there, don't forget to check out our free archives and leave a comment. See you there. From the heartlands of Canada to beards around the world, we know how to take care of you. Fill your follicles with the Mighty Moose Beard Oil. All our oils and bombs are handmade and 100% natural ingredients because we care about your beard. And hey, use the promo code SOR2019 and get your Mighty Moose Beard Oil today. You can check us out on our website, MightyMooseBeard.com. Move over, brother, and let me own Saturday night. This is Rich Giordano, and I'm inviting you to tune on in to Spaced Out Saturday starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern, where I'm going to bust open the lids on everything paranormal. Why? Because we want answers, and I'm the guy who's going to deliver those answers to you. Join the chat rooms, and we'll see you this Saturday. Just be there. No, really. Hello, this is your guitar man, Ron Bumblefoot Thaw, and I have to tell you, I love the response I get for Little Brother is Watching from Spaced Out Radio fans. It's amazing how music can inspire and make people think deeper about what's going on in the supernatural world. You can head over to my website, bumblefoot.com, to check out my music, my guitar workshops, my touring, even check out some of the hot sauces that I'm working on. And make sure you keep on listening, because with Spaced Out Radio, you know Little Brother is Watching. 
Every night on Spaced Out Radio, we have places for you to hang out. Hi, this is Carl. Join our SOR Space Travelers group on Facebook for live chat. On Twitter, using hashtag Spaced Out Radio, you can also join us in our Spreaker chat room. Check us out on Instagram at Dave Scott SOR. All of our archives are free on YouTube at Spaced Out Radio. By the way, I'll be watching you at your window until you do. Bye! Heading to Vancouver and looking for a night on the town? The Moose Vancouver is the bar that never stops rocking until 2 a.m. every night. The Moose has great food with everything on the menu from $6.95 to $8.95. Fantastic, vibrant staff and rock and roll that will bring you back to when the music was real, the hair was long, and the guitars were rocking. Get your party on at the Moose Vancouver, the official party bar of Spaced Out Radio. Hey, space travelers, this is John Resig, founder of the Chive and Chive Charities. If you know anything about our website, you'd know we like to do things a little differently. We're not some faceless organization collecting money for a nebulous cause. Our donor dollars go directly toward life-improving items. Then we give those items directly to an underdog who needs it most. To become a donor with Spaced Out Radio's official charity, Chive Charities, just go to chivecharities.org forward slash donate. Hey everybody, the SOR Space Travelers is open. For just five bucks a month, you can hang out with Dave and our crew privately in our members-only section. With your signing, you'll receive newsletters on what's going on with Spaced Out Radio. You'll have direct contact with the host during the show in our chat, live streaming videos, and a great forum for your posts and more. Become a space traveler now at spacedoutradio.com. Finish off your weekend and kick off your new week with me, Everett Themer, right here on Spaced Out Sundays. I'm going to bring you great guests, a little bit of snark, and plenty of information to think about. But don't worry, there's going to be plenty of woo as well. We are going to hit everything in the paranormal and supernatural, including the odd psychic Sundays. So tune us in on Sunday, 9.06 p.m. Pacific, 12.06 a.m. Eastern, right here at SpacedOutRadio.com. Looking for a place to advertise at a very reasonable cost? Look no further than Spaced Out Radio. SpacedOutRadio.com has an advertising tab that you can click to check out our daily, weekly, and monthly packages to play on the radio or our website, including social media. From commercial spots to banners, we have it all. Check out our competitive pricing today. Looking for something new to push your limits? Look Beyond the Spectrum, a new docuseries featuring some of the best researchers in the world when it comes to everything from UFOs, government cover-ups, and Bigfoot in the forest. Truth seekers like Steve Bassett, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, Richard Dolan, as well as others all chip in to bring their knowledge to you. Beyond the Spectrum can be found on Amazon as well as Tubi TV. Tell us what you think on our Amazon page. You wanted new SOR gear, and now you can have it. The SOR Vault is fully stocked with t-shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and everything in between with great logos for you to choose from. So head on over to spacedoutradio.com, click on the SOR Vault, and go shopping. Pricing is quite affordable, and you can look good representing your favorite show. So go to our website and pick up your new SOR wear at the SOR Vault today. 
We pass the halfway point of Spaced Out Radio tonight. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. Thank you so much for tuning us in. Reminder to all of you, if you've missed some of this show or others, you can always check out our free archives at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Remember, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com, where you can read up on Captain Shirk's SOR Newswire. Rock out to Bumblefoot. Pick up a new book at We Read the Night. Join the Space Travelers Club for five bucks a month, or pick up some SOR swag in the vault geraldina roscoe comes in the first tuesday of every month for the spiritual you her website is geraldinarosco.com she's from bay area meditation out of san francisco we're going to continue on with your questions here geraldine welcome back hey dave happy to be back oh no problem no problem at all let's start off with craig's question here and he is asking After one simplifies their perception into a constant wide awareness, what is the next step? Heros Gamos? Is it not just a way to push two people past animal desire? The process also requires total control through the dream realms and awareness at all times. I would like your thoughts on this or maybe your own thoughts on the next step. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking that. And the answer is yes. Once you become aware of yourself on this dimension and you are working on that integration, you will notice, and what happened to me, and it might be different for everyone else, but automatically I began to become aware on other dimensions. So, for example, in my dream time, I was fully aware of that the fact that it was a dream or when it wasn't a dream, when it was um, interdimensional travel or lucid dreaming, and when I experienced interdimensional uh, out-of-body experiences, very aware of what's happening there. When I had my near-death experience, I also experienced another level of awareness because even in death, I was aware that I was, I was dying. Of course, we always are. But the question is, what do you do with that awareness? And so the interesting thing is that there, there within that experience, you know, my question was, okay, how did I end up in this experience of death? Um, what was the contractual agreement? What was the resonance that brought me to this space? Um, and do I need to leave or do I need to return back to my body? And what I noticed was that the same laws that apply to this dimension, which is we still have contractual agreements, um, we still have experiences that we can choose from free will to choose or, uh, experience or not. They applied to the to that moment. And so the moment I became aware of why I ended up in that experience and the lesson behind that, I experienced a complete transformation. And it's what happens is that each level of awareness, it's like an onion peel, you're going to do one layer, and beneath that is going to be another layer. Um, it's almost like we have infinite layers. Uh, let me put it in a way that you can understand. Let's say that you tattoo on an onion uh, a letter, okay? And as you peel the layers, that tattoo bled through to the other layers. You are going to learn... And so the tattoo represents the lesson that you're learning as a soul, 
okay, you're going to learn that same lesson on multiple dimensions. So let's say you peel one layer and there's another layer. So the tattoo is still there. You can, it's bleeding through the layers, but it becomes lighter and lighter and lighter. Each one of those letters, those lighter uh, bleed throughs of the, of the tattoo is going to be another layer of the exact same lesson that you're learning. And it's going to be on another dimension. So ultimately, the purpose of life is to continue uh, evolving and rebirthing through those that evolution constantly with the ultimate goal of being able to be integrated throughout all of these experiences, whether it's in the conscious moment, whether it's in dream time, whether it's in death, we have to reach the level of awareness through all of these dimensions. This also means that you're working with your fragments when we enter dream time, we have the ability of accessing other fragments of ourselves that are also what we know as past lives. Uh, when you go into regression, you go into an altered state of consciousness. You're accessing those past lives. And it's not that they're past. They're experiences that are available to you in this present moment because we're moving out of dimensions uh, constantly. Okay, so we're, we have access to all of those fragments of ourselves from our perceived past or future available to us anytime. So the invitation at that moment of consciousness and awareness of those fragments is to work with those fragments. And what you're going to notice is that even in past lives, there are certain repetitive patterns in your experiences, right? So um, it's very beautiful. Um, and the thing is that once you understand your your purpose for this lifetime, you're gonna you're gonna be able to define certain patterns. Those patterns will allow you to understand your purpose because they're gonna show you what it is that you're looking to transcend as consciousness or become aware of. Um, you it it's almost like you enter this realm, this magical state, quote-unquote magical, where you are in unison with all things around you. It, you enter a level of awareness where you are now more of an observer than the experiencer. And you watch as yourself as an, and as a, as a you know, consciousness, observing all of these possible timelines that you can, you can experience. So this is this is a whole different life, and of course the life turns into something that's magical, that's in alignment, that's in unison. You are able to embody a state of love constantly because there is no fear. You are aware of the ins and outs of your mechanism, of what makes you who you are. Uh, I would say that would be the next step and working on those multiple dimensions. All right. Follow up from Craig on that one. Is fear not love simply corrupted by our perception then? Um, so I was mentioning earlier that fear, uh, the definition, both energetically and how it manifests itself in this dimension and emotionally, is looking at something as separate from yourself. So anything that we cannot take as a part of ourselves that we think is foreign, um, something that we don't recognize that is unknown, causes feelings of us of fear because we 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 are we feel that we are separate from it. So um, see when you transmute that, when you transform that, you then recognize those things as a part of yourself, and so that's what love is. So it's, there's no separation. You're just 
shifting from the perception of separation to unification. That's all you're doing, really. Very interesting. All right. Let's move on here. Kevin has a question. He says, Geraldine, why does my special number come up five or more times a day? It is three digits, and it comes up in order. That's that's a great question. You know what? I have to mention that in the past two weeks, I've had, I think, over 30 emails from my clients telling me that this is happening. <laughs> so it's really funny that you bring it up. Um, and, you know, what, what I've realized, and I can only speak from my experience on this um, and also what I know, Numbers is another uh, is another translation to energy, right? It's another it's another language of the universe. There are many languages of the universe. We have color, we have light, we have um, frequency, uh, which is uh, both of those color, light, shapes. Um, consciousness manifests itself in many different ways for us to understand. So numbers are a very important way of understanding the coding of our experience. Uh, What I've realized is that there is a communication that occurs with our higher self, okay? What is real is you. That's the only thing that's real. You are the only thing that's real. You and your higher self, everything else around you, outside of you is a projection, is is a hologram. So what that means is when you start to see things like this, signs, in the hologram, there is a communication that is occurring and it's occurring from your higher self, which is a consciousness that is more aware than the present self that is providing you some kind of information. Now, numbers have very deep meanings because, you know, they've been studied for centuries because of um, how we energy and frequency is is uh, uh, fragmented in this reality. So each fragmentation of frequency provides a certain translation to a number. Each one of these numbers represents something. So five represents something. And we can look to the Kabbalah, for example, or we could look to true function of, 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 the, of the understanding and study of, of number, of numerology that goes all the way back you know, to ancient history, where we begin to understand the trends of these numbers and what they represent. So my suggestion is to look up the deepest form definition of that number and understand what it defines and see how it relates to your journey right now, because it'll, it'll provide you with insight on what is needed. Um, It is also a recognition of awakening. When I am unconscious, I will not see those numbers. When I become aware, then I start to see those numbers. And it is a recognition that I am projecting into my reality. What is real? What is happening? There is a difference to living unconscious than living a conscious life. Uh, A conscious life is one where you start to see um, behind the veil, you're seeing magic. You can now tap into uh, these codings behind behind the scene, uh, behind the the veil, per se. So, you know, it's just an ability to, to be able to read them that we have to learn to tap into, okay? You know, I find it so intriguing because... I never paid attention to numbers at all, at all. Numerology meant nothing to me. And then all of a sudden, my daughter was born at 5 pounds, 13 ounces, tiny, six weeks early. Mm -hmm. 
And ever since then, I see the number 513 almost daily. Daily. Wow. <laughs> well, that's yeah, amazing. It, and that, that, that's your number. That's a number for you. Yeah, I, I have no idea what it means, what it's about. I mean, like, I remember moving up here, looking on my garbage cans, the number 513. You know, I mean, silly coincidences like that all over the place. You know, I, I yeah. checked my email one day at my daytime job. I had 513 emails in my inbox. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's amazing. It really is. And, you know, I have to say, and these numbers are significant to us, but we have to do the research because I, I tend to not resonate with the generic meanings of them sometimes because we need to do our own research. We understand, we need to see what numbers mean on the very deepest. And there's many different uh, schools of thought that have created definitions for numbers. We have to see which ones resonate with us the most. Um, but, you know, the similar thing happened to me, Dave, with the numbers 333. When I had my abduction in 2013, it was at 333. When I had my awakening, it was when I was with 33, when I was 33 years old. And every number, even my hotel room, randomly picked hotel rooms everywhere were number 333. It was ridiculous. Um, you know, so it's kind of like the universe saying you're on track, you're on path, you're in alignment, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's like a little communication for yourself. It's, it's Could nice that not have. just be memory, though? Okay, like deep in the subconscious. <laughs> it can definitely be. You see, we create our reality. So th that's why I was mentioning that what's what's real is only you. So the the fact is that what it is, even if it's your own memory, you're communicating to yourself somehow. So what does it mean to you? Is it reminding you to be awake? Is it reminding you to be conscious? Is it... You can apply any meaning that you want to it as long as it's something that benefits you at the end of the day because we create our own reality. But I think for, for a lot of people that are waking up, you know, they see these numbers and I, I truly believe that it's their higher self communicating with them, creating acknowledgement of what's occurring. And um, it's ourselves. We create that. We needed that. Hmm. That sounds so simple. <laughs> Sometimes complicated things can really be simple, you know. It's, a, it's all up to you. Oh, you're so politically correct when it comes to that. So politically correct. <laughs> but, no, I, I mean, here, here's the thing, because I'm not sure, and, and I'm going to make this personal for a quick second here, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like me, all right? I'm not sure that I have completely bought into the whole numerology aspect. It just seems... A little bit too—I don't want to say wooish, but you know, there's numbers everywhere. The universe is created on numbers. Everything mm -hmm. is about numbers. Whether you know, whether it's your the speed, time, whatever it may be. And this is where I kind of get confused with everything because you know the mind is so strong in recognizing anything to do with numerology that how do we tell whether it's a sign from above that we're on the right track comparatively to a sign that says you should only be doing or driving this fast right now? Right. I, I mean, again, ultimately, we create our reality. So um, 
you know, it's it's totally based on our belief system. I mean, everything is numbers, and that's, that's that's really beautiful that you brought that up because even the structure of this universe is based, for example, on the number on the number three, right? Um, and we can see that we can see it in in the Kabbalah. We look at um, the Illuminati, how they have they expressed it, you know, in ancient Egypt, in the Masons, um, you know, all this sacred numerology that represents things. Um, so somehow in this current dimension, we have some kind of definition. There's, there's a set language for these numbers. But that set definition, that language comes from knowledge. It comes from knowledge in nature. You know, the Fibonacci number, for example, is something that we see everywhere. And if we study the Fibonacci number on the deepest level, it's basically the key to all creation, everything down to the molecular level of your body to the exact structure of this entire universe. So I really, I I believe that because we are in a hologram, you know, we we look to numbers as an expression of communication, as an expression of language. So um, because we create our reality, there are certain things that that inherently are basically coded in our DNA. And I I believe that some of these numbers can be that. They're an expression of what's coded in your DNA. Okay, so to take it a little bit step further then, uh, what about people who have lucky numbers? Let's say whether it's number, well, number, my favorite number is 24. Okay, it happens to be my birthday number. My favorite hockey player growing up wore number 24. You know, I bonded with that number. Is that all superstition then? Or is that is there something more to it? Right. Well, that's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. I mean, there's no difference whether it's coming from superstition or you're projecting it into your reality. You're you're creating that. So it's it's on it's your belief system. If you believe it's something that's superstitious, that's your belief system. You know, the definition of the number depends on you. There again, there are some laws of the universe for these certain things, and your belief systems most likely are rooted in some of these laws that have been, you know, ingrained in in our mind for for centuries. You know, we don't get our information. Superstitions come from somewhere. You know, they come from somewhere. So. Um, it, it and and numbers, you know, they people apply different meanings to them. That's why I, I the important thing is to focus on your own meaning and the own representation it has in your life. And that's really what I think. Wow. Well, I, what, what, what's old Geraldine's uh, favorite lucky number there? If if you're gonna you know suit up for the San Francisco Giants there, play a little baseball. What number are you yeah. wearing? It's three 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 three. I get you. So so you have bonded with that number then? Um, I'm not completely bonded. I I notice I'm evolving. Like, I've now gone to a 444. (laughs) I see 444 now. I see 555. But when I see 333, it just really brings me back to... um, you know, my mission. It just reminds me of my mission. And literally, I feel like it was like waiting to come out. It's so funny. If you look at my life story, um, my life has completely transformed, you know, I mean, it's, it's a 180 degree there. Um, so it, it's almost as if it was meant to be at, at this certain encoded 
scheduled time for Geraldine to do this different work in this time. And so everything fell into place. So I, I, that's, that's my personal little coding, mm. I suppose. Yes. Mine, mine's so much more violent. So much more violent. <laughs> but it's so much more fun. No offense. but Yeah? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when I would put on my hockey jersey uh-huh. and and knowing the number and and my favorite hockey player wearing that number i mean he was an enforcer in hockey and i was trying to emulate that so i mean hey if it was time to go it was time to go i mean that was all part of the fun but you know i don't know yeah just weird weird numbers they trip me out they absolutely trip me out yeah i don't understand it I really don't, but it's something that we're going to have to learn, apparently, because when Geraldine talks, you kind of have to listen. You just do, because <laughs> she, she is that smart and that talented, and that's what I try and do. I suggest you guys out there listening in do it as well. We got Geraldine for another, oh, 90 seconds in this half hour, and then another 30 minutes after this, because she'll come... Oh, I got a little frog in my throat. She'll come right to the bottom of the hour of hour number three. Then we are going to be joining Drex live in Vancouver, British Columbia on CKNW as we simulcast with them. We're going to be talking about UFOs. Before we go to break here, Geraldine, had any good UFO sightings lately? I did, actually. I, I would love to tell you about it. I don't know. Do we have time now? or We, can we, got, like, about we, got, we, we got like a minute we got a minute. we, okay. we got to do this. One we minute. The other, all right. So the other day I'm coming home, and I had a great day. Um, and I get out of my car, and I'm getting my bag, and I turn around, and I see this bright light, and I'm thinking it's a plane. So I'm looking, and I'm like waiting for the red and blue to start blinking. And it doesn't blink. It doesn't blink. It doesn't blink. And I'm waiting, and I wait a minute. I keep looking at it. All of a sudden, it starts to pulse in different colors. It nice. pulsed from red uh, orange, purple, green, blue. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. And I was like frozen staring at this. And I realized this is, this is a UFO. And I begin to see the shape. It begins to be like this, uh, round kind of strange shape. And I said, and I, I didn't want to move, but I reach into my bag and thankfully, cause usually I can never find my stuff in my bag. I pull out my phone and I begin to record it. And you can actually see it on my Instagram. I was able to zoom into it and see the beautiful colors of it pulsing. And after, after a while, it just shoots out, shoots out right here beautiful. in Union City. And the next day I had a, a message from somebody that lives in San Ramon. And they said they had the same sighting. So I'm not the nice. only one that saw it. Isn't that great? Sweet. Yeah. That is fantastic. Let's talk more about that. When we come back, Geraldine Roscoe, yeah. Spiritual You. Did the UFO communicate with her? Or was she communicating with it? We'll find out next on Space Out Radio in Hour 3. For the price of one cup of coffee a month, you can become an SOR Space Traveler. The Space Travelers Club is a place where you can interact with other listeners, either live during the show or on our great forum. We want your stories, pictures, comments, and ideas. You'll get live video streams, exclusive content, and be a part of our newsletter. Stay in touch with everything SOR. 
The Space Travelers Club is just five bucks a month at spacedoutradio.com. Every night on Spaced Out Radio, we have places for you to hang out. Hi, this is Carl. Join our SOR Space Travelers group on Facebook for live chat. On Twitter, using hashtag Spaced Out Radio, you can also join us in our Spreaker chat room. Check us out on Instagram at Dave Scott SOR. All of our archives are free on YouTube at Spaced Out Radio. By the way, I'll be watching you at your window until you do. Bye! Hello, this is your guitar man, Ron Bumblefoot Thaw, and I have to tell you, I love the response I get for Little Brother is Watching from Spaced Out Radio fans. It's amazing how music can inspire and make people think deeper about what's going on in the supernatural world. You can head over to my website, bumblefoot.com, to check out my music, my guitar workshops, my touring, even check out some of the hot sauces that I'm working on. And make sure you keep on listening, because with Spaced Out Radio, you know Little Brother is Watching. A timepiece is a reflection of who you are. And what better way to show off the real you than with an Escape watch? Escape is a lifestyle brand accessorizing your days and nights. Choose to escape and create the life of discovery that you deserve. Dream, play, unite with your own personalized Escape watch. Head to escapewatches.com. There is no time like the present to enjoy your escape. Use promo code SMF2017 for your 20% discount today. Heading to Vancouver and looking for a night on the town? The Moose Vancouver is the bar that never stops rocking until 2 a.m. every night. The Moose has great food with everything on the menu from $6.95 to $8.95. Fantastic, vibrant staff and rock and roll that will bring you back to when the music was real, the hair was long, and the guitars were rocking. Get your party on at the Moose Vancouver, the official party bar of Spaced Out Radio. Looking for a place to advertise at a very reasonable cost? Look no further than Spaced Out Radio. SpacedOutRadio.com has an advertising tab that you can click to check out our daily, weekly, and monthly packages to play on the radio or our website, including social media. From commercial spots to banners, we have it all. Check out our competitive pricing today. Move over, brother! And let me own Saturday night. This is Rich Giordano, and I'm inviting you to tune on in to Spaced Out Saturday starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern, where I'm going to bust open the lids on everything paranormal. Why? Because we want answers, and I'm the guy who's going to deliver those answers to you. Join the chat rooms, and we'll see you this Saturday. Just be there. No, really. We're adding to the entertainment online for Spaced Out Radio. I'm Amber Beckard, and I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out Cryptid Tales, where I will take you on a journey into some of the strangest legends and lore from around the world, relaying the stories to you of the strange creatures and experiences that people have had throughout time. You can find Cryptid Tales at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. And while you're there, don't forget to check out our free archives and leave a comment. See you there. Hey, space travelers, this is John Resig, founder of the Chide and Chive Charities. If you know anything about our website, you'd know we like to do things a little differently. We're not some faceless organization collecting money for a nebulous cause. Our donor dollars go directly toward life-improving items. Then we give those items directly to an underdog who needs it most. 
To become a donor with Spaced Out Radio's official charity, Chive Charities, just go to chivecharities.org forward slash donate. At SpacedOutRadio.com, we have a little bit of everything for you to stay up late. So while you're there, check out our SOR Newswire, where our team brings you stories of the weird and strange to the WTF from around the globe. News on Bigfoot, UFOs, paranormal, Darwinian-type crime tales. It's the stories that the mainstream media usually won't touch. Well, we got them all on the SOR Newswire, only at SpacedOutRadio.com. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The SOR Vault is open for business, and do we have some cool swag for you to pick up? All you have to do is head over to our website and click on the SOR Vault. You have a variety of cool logos to choose from and put them on anything you want. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, you name it, we can get it to you. So do your shopping by supporting the store you love. Get your Spaced Out Radio swag at the SOR Vault today. We all know on Spaced Out Radio we love a good beard and mustache, so why not take care of your facial hair with Mighty Moose Beard Oil? Made in Canada, we're taking care of beards and stashes around the world. We use 100% natural ingredients with our oils and balms to make your whiskers feel silky smooth. Use promo code SOR2019 at MightyMooseBeard.com today. Visit PurplePlates.com today. For over 40 years, the Purple Energy Plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers. Inspired by the great genius Nikola Tesla, the harmony, healing, and energetic effects of the plates have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers. Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at PurplePlates.com. A little bit of science, a little bit of skepticism. Add a dash of snark and you have the makings of Spaced Out Sundays with me, Everett Thiele. Together we will look into the reality of the paranormal with an open eye and rational thought. Oh, did I mention there'll be plenty of woo as well? Your time spent with Spaced Out Sundays will make the night even better. The chat rooms are open, 9.06 p.m. Pacific, 12.06 a.m. Eastern, right here at spacedoutradio.com. you like to connect with us head to spacedoutradio.com for all your latest show info now back to dave scott and sor third and final hour of spaced out radio is underway tonight i am your host dave scott always a pleasure to broadcast you live we want to welcome back everyone listening in on KZFX, 93.7 FM in Ridgecrest, California in Reedsport, oregon am 1030 kdun kdnf 
1560 in Dangerfield, Texas, WQEE 99.1 FM in Noonan, Georgia, and UPRN 107.7 FM in New Orleans. On the digital side, we're proud to broadcast on Kingdom of Nye Radio and Revolution Radio. Great to have you with us. Remember, all of our archives are free at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Levoduction. Levoduction is your password. Use it wisely, space travelers, as the clam sets a password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website is spacedoutradio.com, where we have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, do a little shopping at the SOR Vault, because Christmas time is coming and you need presents. You can grab a great book at We Read the Night. Join the Space Travelers Club for five bucks a month, and of course, you can always read up on Captain Shirk's SOR Newswire. For the final time tonight, we introduce Geraldine Orozco. She comes in the first Tuesday of every month for The Spiritual You. This is her final appearance of 2019. Her next appearance will be January 7th, 2020. Her website, com. And right before the break, Geraldine, we were talking about this great UFO sighting that you actually captured on video just a few days ago. That's pretty exciting. It was so exciting, and I haven't had a sighting like that so visible ever. Never. I've never had one like that. So, and you guys can check out the video um, on my Instagram if you guys are connected with me. I'll, I'll put it on Facebook as well. Um, but it's pretty beautiful. I mean, it was an orb, and you can see that there is something in the center of the orb of light, and it's like shooting uh, rays or like this circular orb of color. It's just absolutely beautiful. The other person that saw it in um, in San Ramon or Danville, they were they were on the other side of the, the, the hill there. They also captured an image of it, and they they captured an orange color from it. So it's just fascinating. I can share those pictures on the on the page for you guys to check out. Did you feel at all that that UFO was maybe trying to communicate with you with its lights, or it was just there hanging on out, maybe checking things out? You know, the funny thing is that. When I was driving, I didn't see it, and I, I would assume that I'd be able to see it as I was driving, but when I pulled into my driveway, it was like instantaneous uh, need to turn around and look, because I don't usually turn around and just look, you know. So something told me to turn around and look at it, and it was very strong, so when I did, it was just boom, right there in my face. And you can hear my expression on the video. I was I was pretty shocked. I mean, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" You know, <laughs> I couldn't believe that I would capture something like that on video. So um, I I think that there is some kind of communication there. Well, I, and I'll share this with you, which I haven't shared with anyone yet. Um, that night, I I strongly think that I had contact that night um, because uh, I woke up with my uh, sheets completely off my body. Um, and it was very interesting. I had very interesting dreams that I was inside a, a circular room that was white with something that looked like chairs, something that looked like a classroom almost, um, metallic, no windows, nothing, just a sphere room. So that that was the, the image, and I, I thought it was interesting to have that in combination with sighting, which is usually... Um, an indication of contact. 
So that that's what happened. I don't know. Mm. You got aliens, my friend. You got aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's my motto now for everything. You got aliens. Why not? Why not? No, I think I think uh, that there is something to what you're saying, too, because there's been times when I've heard so many stories on this show and uh, about people who have had that that exact same thing happen where they're hanging on out. They see this sighting and the next thing they know, they're in this weird state where it feels like they've been Mm -hmm. taken you know, you get that hangover feeling the next yep, morning exactly. th- that something happened. You know, it's just, you know, Samantha Mowat and I talk quite a bit about mm-hmm. that. And usually she, if I have something happen, she's usually the first person I contact. And and it's kind of funny because when I, I feel I got taken last about, oh goodness, a week and a half ago. A week, mm-hmm. no, it, was, wow. it would have been a week ago. It would have been a week ago on Monday, and mm-hmm. and I literally um, called her up the next morning. Like it was such a vivid, vivid dream state that I had that I actually messaged her in the morning, and and she go, she goes, it's funny you message me about this because I woke up extremely groggy. She said, and. I thought I had an encounter last night. And I said, yep, you were with me because I saw you there. It's unbelievable, Dave. You're absolutely right. And that groggy feeling is so typical of of having contact. Now, I have to ask, did you guys check your bodies? Did you guys have any other marks? Did you guys have any other other things? Because it's interesting. It's like a group pickup over there up in Canada that you guys are experiencing. (laughs) I know, right? I know. It's just... (laughs) It's just uh, what what it's all about. I, you know what? I really don't know. And and it's funny because that was probably the first time. Actually, I will say that's the first time I've ever seen Samantha with me in one of those mm-hmm. situations, which is Amazing. which is very odd, very odd. Because you know the the creatures that she's usually in contact with are different from the ones that I have had personal contact with. So I found that quite ironic that that that's kind of the way it, it went. But, I mean, you have to wonder, like, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that there's always a reason that the craft allow you to see them. I mean, how many times have we heard yeah. stories, Geraldine, over the mm-hmm. years where you have a group of people one or two of them will see the craft and the rest are looking up saying, what are you talking about? There's nothing there. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and I was just talking to one of my contactees about this, that the poor man is going crazy because his partner, every time they have sightings, misses it. And he sees like four or five cracked and then the, the partner next to her, him doesn't see it. And he drives him insane. So definitely there's something to that. You know, that it is like directed consciousness or communication that's directly with the viewer that is intended for that viewing. So, yeah, it's amazing. Very much is. I got a question here from the audience. This comes from Sherry, who's in our Spreaker chat room tonight. Hi, Sherry. She is asking, Geraldine, how do you feel about having draconian and hybrid children? Were you scared or disappointed at first that they were draconian and not Pleiadian or Syrian? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and that's a great question. I don't know if you were here um, when I was talking about it a little bit earlier, but we were talking about, you know, what really is the purpose of all these different species? And, I mean, what I've experienced personally is that we ultimately don't know. I mean, right now we have a, a conception um, uh, sorry, a perception <laughs> that we are all uh, divided. The species are divided by draconians, which are terrible beings, low vibrational. And we, we know that because of the information that we've heard in, in mainstream, but also other experiencers that have had not so pleasant experiences with them. Um, and in the field, there is some controversy about contact. Um, I mean, the studies have shown, I mean, the paperclip, for example, survey that was done uh, on contactees, they expressed that their experiences were more positive rather than negative. Um, now, in regression and with other hypnotherapists that, that follow these trends, um, notice that experiences that are with draconians or reptilians tend to be more uh, traumatic because, you know, they're the, either the experiences that they go to or the procedures that are being done on them tend to be more dramatic, more physical, more um, invasive. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. But um, what I've noticed is that in some of these agendas, for example, let me give you the example of my beautiful hybrid children, the ones that have big eyes and look beautiful. They are on a hybridization craft, which is a combination of reptilians, greys, and pleiadians, quote-unquote pleiadians, meaning that they are more of a humanoid-type race, taller, Nordic-looking um, beings. And through regression, I've been able to see several of these hybridization craft, and I noticed that some of them are managed by draconian and some of them are by pleiadian. But ultimately... They're all hybridization programs. So the question is, why would we differentiate uh, the two? How do we know what their agendas are for the children? Some of them can be more high vibration. Some of them can be low. So my initial reaction at learning this was not one of fear, but a very deep curiosity to try to study and understand um, the the agendas as best as we can understand what they're looking to achieve with the hybrids. And I tend to have uh, a belief that ultimately it's the same purpose, which is the manipulation of consciousness. And on any level, they are utilizing genetic material to reproduce and to produce other life forms but they are controlled life forms because they're genetically modified on both sides, high vibration, low vibration, they are genetically modified. So in a sense, anytime that someone tampers or modifies or works with consciousness on any level, I feel in, in the depth of my consciousness that this is more of a self-serving program on some level than high serving because if something is high consciousness, it will know that it cannot tamper or play with another. It is intruding on the concept of free will. So that's my take on that. That is my deeper understanding, and people can think differently. They might, they might think, oh, no, there's high vibration, and they're here to heal the world and save us, um, you know, and that's fine. That can be your perspective. But I just have um, a feeling that 
when infinite consciousness is evolving and moving, it would never interfere with any other life form. That's my take on it. Um, so I, I hope that answers your question in, in a little bit of a deeper way. I like Sherry's question here in another way. She goes, how can Dave believe in contact, Bigfoot, and other supernatural concepts, but not numerology? I don't have a good answer for that. I do believe there's something uh, cool. to it. It it just has mm-hmm. not clicked in my brain yet. Just not clicked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't question the belief in it. I know that it's a study. It's a real study of numbers. I have no, I don't question the belief and the power behind numbers. Again, I think it's a language and it's a form of communication. So I think there's a lot of meaning to it. And that meaning can be defined by your beliefs. That's my take. <laughs> my take yeah. as well. My take as well. I, I honestly don't know. I have, I'll be honest with you, Sherry. I have struggled with that. I really have. But I'm sure I'll get over it sometime. I'm sure I will. One of these days. One of these days. Anyhow, moving on here, because I did want to uh, address that question. As we've got about eight and a half minutes left with you tonight, Geraldine, looking towards 2020, what should people be prepared for? What should they be doing going into the new year? You know, because after Christmas, let's face it, reality hits that the holidays are over and there's bills now to pay to catch up on because we spent too much money again. There's slow times at work. It's a brand new year, and usually resolutions go by the wayside within the first 48 to 72 hours. It could be a depressing time for people because they know they're about to get another year older. How do we start the new year off with a bang? I love that you asked me that question, and I actually prepared for that question. So I have a list. Here is my to-do list for 2020. Number one, clean up your ancestral blockages. Clean up that ancestral uh, heaviness that you're holding on to. It is, it is coded in your DNA, and it's what's causing all the blockages that you're experiencing financially, emotionally, physically. So get to work and try to address the blockages that are not allowing you to move forward. All those old programs, it's really time to get down to the bare knuckles and work with it, okay? Start digging it up, cleaning it up, healing it. Next, learn to remove entities and attachments from your body. Get connected with your body. For this coming year, we're going to be feeling things more on a three-dimensional level. We're going to feel it physically. All of the things that we felt etherically, like ghosts, entities, presence, we're going to be feeling it more and more because the veil is thinning. As every year that passes by, the veil thins more and more. It means that we are becoming more conscious. So it's time for us to learn how to interact and work with our environment that's multidimensional. So learn how to heal your body and get rid of all those things that are attaching to you. Learn to be aware of what is attached to you. Number three, learn to talk to your inner self. Have a communication, a dialogue. If you don't know how to communicate with yourself, you can check out some of the videos on my YouTube channel and start to practice easy things that you can do throughout your day. Anything from what should I have for lunch to should I choose water over coffee, should I go to bed, or should I get into that relationship or should I choose that job? We need to start training to to listen to the intuition. That will be our guiding force. 
Um, one of the things that I really want to stress for 2020, we are coming into a time of even greater deception and confusion. People are going nuts. I see things on the Internet that drive me. I mean, I can't even believe people would post some things about um, uh, healing techniques that are inverted, some techniques that are based in black magic, some techniques that are based in dark practices, pagan rituals, uh, satanic practices, and all of these things that are non-pro-consciousness, non-free will. So begin to learn to discern where there is confusion, even in some channelings that I hear from, uh, you know, Pleiadians, Arturians to Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene. Um, I am seeing inverted and confusing concepts. The only way you're going to know what's real is by knowing your core values and how to differentiate between life and death. We talked a little bit about that today. Get to know your duality, okay? Get to know yourself really well because things are going to get only more confusing. We need to have that inner dialogue. Um, next, learn what your triggers are and start addressing the triggers. Learn what pain is. Pain is a child. I want you guys to get this in your, in your mind at this image that anytime you feel pain, there is a child within you that it's, it's, the analogy is that it's like a child that is crying, that is suffering. So if you look at it that way, it's going to be easier for you to have more compassion and look at that pain that you have and see what it needs. When we see children, we want to take care of them. We want to nurture them. We want to protect them. Do the same with your pain and see what you as an individual needs to heal and no longer feel that pain anymore. Okay. Um, the next really important thing, forgive yourself. It's time to let go of the past. Let go of all of the guilt, the shame that you've been harboring for this year or things that you couldn't achieve. Forgiveness is one of the most difficult things. We talked about it earlier in the show to be able to do. And we're only going to be able to do that if we can finally accept ourselves. Okay, so that's a big one. Absolutely accept yourself. Number seven, learn about what motivates you and blocks you. Okay, it kind of goes back to the other ones. But if you understand what pulls you forward, you're going to be able to have something to kind of tools to help you with this year because you just said it yourself, Dave, it's going to be a tough year. And we got a lot of stuff going on. We have financial issues. The whole world is up in arms. People are questioning their reality. Um, even political systems are falling apart. Look what happened in Bolivia a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was a disaster. So we have to start to look at what things are going to motivate us. Is our motivation external or is it internal? Learn how to make motivation internal. Okay, number eight, learn what it means to love yourself. Love yourself is a cliche no more. Love yourself is a state of being. It is the unification of consciousness and the awareness that you are one with everything. Start to understand what that means on the deepest level so you can apply it. Okay, um, number nine, start a healthy habit. Just one thing, drink some water. Um, have more veggies in your diet, go exercising, eliminate maybe a little bit of sugar, do one thing that can help you be healthy. And um, talk to your organs, you know, talk to your, it's going to be funny for some people, but you can talk to your organs, your cells of your body. Um, so connect and see what you need to change in your diet to help your body thrive. 
the body takes a toll with all of our negative emotions and so on and so forth. So, you know, do things that are going to nurture you. And finally, number 10, pick just one um, painful family memory that you can work on before the end of this year. It's an invitation from me to you with all my love. Go back to a memory in your childhood that caused you a lot of pain, one that you can't get over, and work on it. Okay, take a look at that child, work with that child, provide it everything it needs and understand where your father is coming from, where your mother is coming from. Understand that entire circumstance and situation from a place of truth, integrity and what is real instead of coming from a place of victimhood, just observing things. Inform yourself about what happened, the roles that everyone played. And from that perspective, what programs serve you or belief systems from that have resulted from that experience serve you and no longer serve you okay and let go of the ones that don't serve you anymore because it doesn't serve us to be living in the past so um i want to wish all of you an incredible 2020 it's going to be a big one and uh from all my love uh to you uh, if you need to get some work done with me, a DNA reprogramming, you can connect with me at my website at GeraldineRosco.com. I'm going to be speaking at a couple conferences this year. Come check me out. I'm going to be at Alien Snowfest in January uh, and in Big Bear, California. I'm going to be speaking at the Human Origins Conference April 2nd to 5th. Um, and I will be at the UFO Con in San Francisco with Dave Scott. Yes, um, you will. Um, yes, February 20, Ooh. 21, and 22. Yes, so come check us out. Um, yes. Yeah, okay. My friend, I have to say goodbye. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays to you. Spaced Out Radio continues as we go with the shift with Drex right after this. Hello, this is your guitar man, Ron Bumblefoot Thaw, and I have to tell you, I love the response I get for Little Brother is Watching from Spaced Out Radio fans. It's amazing how music can inspire and make people think deeper about what's going on in the supernatural world. You can head over to my website, bumblefoot.com, to check out my music, my guitar workshops, my touring, even check out some of the hot sauces that I'm working on. And make sure you keep on listening, because with Spaced Out Radio, you know Little Brother is Watching. Looking for a place to advertise at a very reasonable cost? Look no further than Spaced Out Radio. SpacedOutRadio.com has an advertising tab that you can click to check out our daily, weekly, and monthly packages to play on the radio or our website, including social media. From commercial spots to banners, we have it all. Check out our competitive pricing today. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. 
every night on Space Out Radio, we have places for you to hang out. Hi, this is Carl. Join our SOR Space Travelers group on Facebook for live chat. On Twitter, using hashtag Space Out Radio, you can also join us in our Spreaker chat room. Check us out on Instagram at Dave Scott SOR. All of our archives are free on YouTube at Spaced Out Radio. By the way, I'll be watching you at your window until you do. Bye! Heading to Vancouver and looking for a night on the town? The Moose Vancouver is the bar that never stops rocking until 2 a.m. every night. The Moose has great food with everything on the menu from $6.95 to $8.95. Fantastic, vibrant staff and rock and roll that will bring you back to when the music was real, the hair was long, and the guitars were rocking. Get your party on at the Moose Vancouver, the official party bar of Spaced Out Radio. A little bit of science, a little bit of skepticism. Add a dash of snark and you have the makings of Spaced Out Sundays with me, Everett Thiele. Together we will look into the reality of the paranormal with an open eye and rational thought. Oh, did I mention there'll be plenty of woo as well? Your time spent with Spaced Out Sundays will make the night even better. The chat rooms are open, 9.06 p.m. Pacific, 12.06 a.m. Eastern, right here at spacedoutradio.com. You wanted new SOR gear, and now you can have it. The SOR Vault is fully stocked with t-shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and everything in between with great logos for you to choose from. So head on over to spacedoutradio.com, click on the SOR Vault, and go shopping. Pricing is quite affordable, and you can look good representing your favorite show. So go to our website and pick up your new SOR wear at the SOR Vault today. Hey, Spaced Out Radio fans. It's John Rezig, founder of the Chive and Chive Charities. Our goal is to make the life of veterans, first responders, and those with rare medical conditions 10% happier. We do this by donating one grant item, ranging from dance to therapy programs to prosthetic limbs, to those who need it most. To contribute to Spaced Out Radio's official charity, head over to chivecharities.org and become a donor today. We're adding to the entertainment online for Spaced Out Radio. I'm Amber Beckrude, and I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out Cryptid Tales, where I will take you on a journey into some of the strangest legends and lore from around the world, relaying the stories to you of the strange creatures and experiences that people have had throughout time. You can find Cryptid Tales at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. And while you're there, don't forget to check out our free archives and leave a comment. See you there. We all know on Spaced Out Radio we love a good beard and mustache, so why not take care of your facial hair with Mighty Moose Beard Oil? Made in Canada, we're taking care of beards and stashes around the world. We use 100% natural ingredients with our oils and balms to make your whiskers feel silky smooth. Use promo code SOR2019 at MightyMooseBeard.com today. Hey everybody, the SOR Space Travelers is open. For just 5 bucks a month, you can hang out with Dave and our crew privately in our members-only section. With your signing, you'll receive newsletters on what's going on with Spaced Out Radio. You'll have direct contact with the host during the show in our chat, live streaming videos, and a great forum for your posts and more. Become a space traveler now at spacedoutradio.com.
Move over, brother, and let me own Saturday night. This is Rich Giordano, and I'm inviting you to tune on in to Spaced Out Saturdays starting at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern, where I'm going to bust open the lids on everything paranormal. Why? Because we want answers, and I'm the guy who's going to deliver those answers to you. Join the chat rooms, and we'll see you this Saturday. Just be there. No, really. At SpacedOutRadio.com, we have a little bit of everything for you to stay up late. So while you're there, check out our SOR Newswire, where our team brings you stories of the weird and strange to the WTF from around the globe. News on Bigfoot, UFOs, paranormal, Darwinian-type crime tales. It's the stories that the mainstream media usually won't touch. Well, we got them all on the SOR Newswire, only at SpacedOutRadio.com. buddy Dave Scott from Spaced Out Radio. Uh, Dave Scott, welcome back to the ship live across Canada. How you doing, my friend? Drex, the ship with Drex right across Canada here on Spaced Out Radio on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to join you once again, my friend. Uh, yeah, thanks for this. And you know what? we got a, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, now, I, I'm sure some of your listeners are very uh, well-versed who Tucker Carlson is from the Fox News Channel. Yes. Uh, and, and when he's not talking politics, the one thing I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed this as well, is he tends to uh, be the only, uh, and I'm not going to call this show a news show. It's a, an opinion show on a news channel. It's the only show on cable news television that often is looking at and talking about UFOs. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, us in the UFO field who do this on a daily basis, we we like to roll our eyes sometimes at some of the theories they come up with. But they're popular in their time slot for a reason. People are buying it. The mainstream loves it. You know, Giorgio Sukalis's great hair. I mean, you can never go wrong with that. So, I mean, I mean, what do you, hey, one thing you got to know about us around here at Spaced Out Radio, we like good hair, a great mustache, and a fantastic beard. It's just one of those things we like to point out. But well, nonetheless, we're get along just fine, yeah. Absolutely. Your beard is tight, by the way. Very, very tight. Hey. So, yes, UFOs. Tucker Carlson goes on uh, interviews with Nick Pope. Now, Nick Pope, for people who do not know him, he's a former uh, MOD director over in the United Kingdom where he was on the UFO desk. Coincidentally, he while he was in office, much like Paul Hellyer here in Canada, allegedly nothing ever happened on his watch. But afterwards, oh my goodness, the information seemed to come through. And he interviewed Tucker Carlson for this. And Carlson says one of his insiders in Washington, D.C. says, yes, this is very real. Now, this may come to a shock for many people out there, Drex, but for the UFO community, pardon me, they're all waving their hands, slapping their foreheads, saying, really? Like we didn't know about this with Roswell and Kecksburg and Area 51 and Bob Lazar? The sarcasm is very much in play here. I, I got a couple of clips I want to play you. One of them is a sure. big pope, pope, actually, on Tucker Carlson's show. Uh, and this is a chat from uh, from not too long ago where, uh, you know, obviously you said, you know, he's reported and sort of investigated UFO sightings for years and years and years in the U.K. Uh, and he tells Tucker Carlson that UFOs could really be a bit of a threat. Have a listen. 
it's very difficult for us to be able to hear his audio right now. So basically what he is doing, Drex that is, is playing the audio that uh, Nick Pope and uh, Tucker Carlson were talking about with that information. So we may have just a tad bit of dead air with that. I do apologize. but On the phone line? Because it's always people on the phone that can never hear the audio when we play it. Yes. Well, I have to uh, let my audience know that too. So just... Now, Dave, I know that I know that your audience is uh, struggling to hear the audio that I'm playing. I do apologize for that. So let's Not talk about that. The, the, the relationship between Tucker Carlson and Nick Pope. Nick Pope is on uh, every now and again to talk UFOs. So if Tucker Carlson has insiders uh, inside Washington saying, yeah, UFOs are a real thing, uh, Nick actually has brought up numerous times, he thinks it's irresponsible for governments not to tell their citizens that UFOs exist. Why do you think, and I've asked you this before, why do you think governments are so hesitant to actually have these conversations with their citizens? I think it's because of the military-industrial complex, personally. Now, some of my listeners may disagree with that, but there's a heck of a lot of technology out there whether it's propulsion systems, whether it's anti-gravity systems, zero-point energy. There is a lot trying to figure out what is actually bringing these potential unidentified flying objects from outside of our earthly planet that we need to figure out. The military wants to make sure that it is not any sort of threat, Drex. And, you know, this is the funny part. And for me and a lot of other people in the field of ufology, we we have a good laugh at this because we hear this word threat all the time. Let's face it. If they have the ability to travel across the solar system, the universe, to find our little old Earth signal, and, and right now there could be somebody, you know, some alien named George hanging out up there in a spaceship listening to you and I right now and thinking, hey, I just traveled 150 trillion miles or kilometers to get to Earth. If they have that technology to get here, I'm pretty sure they have the technology to really make our days bad, much like Independence Day, the movie. Yet for hundreds of years, thousands of years, people have reported these incidents with men or beings from space. And yet our planet is still here. People are still here. Now, I'm not saying all aliens are good. All right, because there's bad people on the planet. We know that. Yeah. But if they can get here, wouldn't they have taken us over already? Especially when our, if you go back even 120 years, when the most prevalent weapon was a musket or a cannonball or a bow yeah. and arrow or a spear. Why would they wait until we have nuclear weapons or hypersonic weapons or, or whatever? It just doesn't make sense. And I think it's a load of fear-mongering to promote the military-industrial complex. Uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, these aren't just uh, just uh, folks off the street that Tucker Carlson is interviewing. You know, Nick Pope is a very well-respected guy. Uh, Louis Elizondo uh, used to be a uh, UFO investigator for the uh, for the Pentagon. He's a well-respected guy. Yes. So if you have all of these folks coming forward, uh, and that's just two names. I'm sure that I could, you know, I could probably mention a handful of others that are very well-respected coming forward saying, yes, UFOs are a real thing. Uh, people should know about it. People should be educated about it. At, at what stage 
do you think our governments across the planet are going to go, well, if there's you know, 20 or 30 guys who are saying, yes, they exist uh, and we should take it seriously, do you think that will uh, egg those governments on to actually admit that, yeah, yeah, these things visit often, we see them all the time? I think what we have to do is have somebody in power to say that they are real. It doesn't matter whether it's Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Donald Trump, the president of the U.S., Vladimir Putin, whoever is in that mess in the U.K. right now leading the way. It doesn't really matter. As long as there is a sitting politician of authority who can come out and say this phenomena is real, the secret is going to continue. And that's the sad part about it. Has a single sitting politician ever said, yes, UFOs exist? Because uh, the the stories you tell me are only people who are involved in uh, the government, or or, Paul Hellyer as well, only after the fact, after they move out of politics. And and for all intents and purposes, Hellyer is still involved in politics. He's on the Privy Council in Canada, but he's still not in uh, in elected public office. So have any actual sitting politicians ever come forward and said, yeah, UFOs are a real thing. It's happening. Not in the G8 or anything like that, no. Yeah. You know, the the one thing that frustrates me about Paul Hellyer, and he's a brilliant man, and, you know, he put his reputation at stake 15, 16 years ago when he came public with this. But in 1967, when he was still the Minister of Defense of Canada, guess what? The Stefan Mikulik case in Falcon Lake, where he got burned by a UFO, lots of evidence there. He says he knew nothing about it. He stated on my show four years ago that he did not happen to have one UFO incident cross his desk. Well, you know what? When you're transitioning out of government in 67 on October 3rd when Shag Harbor in Nova Scotia happens, Hellier's going to know about that. A rookie minister of defense isn't going to hold that back. Okay? Well, it doesn't matter the party. These guys talk. They are friends. Okay, a lot of politicians think, are friends. We forget about that. It doesn't do matter what side they, they're on. And, and here's my theory on this. Is it possible that those politicians, once they come into power, may have, uh, as most you know, uh, you know, novice politicians do, they have uh, hopes and dreams to be able to do things good for their community. Do you think maybe they get into the job and, uh, and understand the gravity of what they're dealing with and, and have possible members of the government saying, hey, listen, you cannot ever talk about this. You can't talk about what Absolutely. you've done on this file while you're there. Do you think they've signed, like, uh, I guess, non-disclosure agreements, I guess? Well, well put it this way. If, if the United States military says, hey, Canada, you know, we, we protect a lot of your land. I mean, you have the second largest country in the world being patrolled by 65 aircraft. We have over 2,000 aircraft that are patrolling the entire continent and the world. We need a little bit of help here, and you're going to do this for us. Because remember that little NORAD agreement we have? Of course yeah. Canada's going to play along. Of course they are. Canada has no choice. You know, for military reasons, for NORAD reasons, for for everything. Everything. Canada has no choice in regards to this. So if somebody says, shut the heck up, they're going to shut up. Right? I, do, and that do you think it, the first... Do you think the first North American politician, sitting North American politician, to uh, come out publicly and confirm that, yes, the world's governments are aware uh, and know everything they need to know about uh, unidentified flying objects, do you think that person is likely going to be lauded as the, uh, as essentially, uh, not so much in a biblical term, but uh, in just the term of being the savior, of being, uh, thanks for finally putting some honesty on this? 
Well, they were trying in the United States a couple of months ago. Congressman Mark Warner, who sits on an intelligence subcommittee, he actually approached the United States Navy and wanted more information. The Navy briefed the subcommittee, and then they went back and saying, we need more information. And the United States Navy said, you're getting all that you have right now. We're not giving you any more this is where it stands. Do not ask us for any more information. You are not going to get it. Now, for me, that's a little bit of a red flag when a military is outruling or outgoverning an elected official. That's yeah. scary. Now, I've had a lot of my American listeners and friends say, you're right. And I've had a lot of them saying, well, that's the Navy's prerogative. Why would you give it to somebody who could be ousted in an election just a couple of years down the road? Or next year. What's fascinating here is that uh, is that while we may be waiting for a uh, an elected sitting politician to reveal all, uh, the American government, uh, to a certain extent, has already revealed that they, for years, have been investigating UFOs. The Pentagon had a budget yes. for this for years and years and years. So we already know that. So by extension, if they're admitting yes, we had a program to investigate UFOs. Uh, just admitting that is a full admission that they believe that UFOs do exist. Well, the problem is, here's two things that, that are an issue, Drex, is, number one, they are saying these UFOs are now called UAPs, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That means we're <laughs> okay. not sure if it's of this world or right. if it's of another country's technologies, maybe even the United States' tech secret technologies on its own. And number two, they've also stated that we're not allowed anymore to coincide aliens with UFOs slash UAPs. That is a no-no now because we don't know if they are aliens and therefore we shouldn't put them in the same bracket. Now, you talk to somebody who has had ET contact, who has been abducted or you know, seeing UFOs or aliens on the ground walking around picking some, uh, you know, some strawberries in the Fraser Valley or something along those lines, they will tell you point blank, how can you not put the two together? Two plus two equals right. four, but not yeah. in the UFO world when it comes to the government and military. Yeah, it's interesting because I, 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 you know, because when you say to people, oh, you, UFOs are like, oh, oh, aliens, oh, they don't exist. And I'm just like, well, no, well, hang on a second. There's a reason they're called unidentified flying objects because we, we know that it's a flying object. We just don't know uh, what it is or who's flying it. That's, that's why it's called a UFO, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's You're simple. getting this. We're turning you into a tinfoil hat wearing radio host, my friend. Oh, uh, Matt, Matt, look, I've always, I've always been a believer that UFOs were a real thing. I've never actually seen one. My partner has, but you know, uh, the, the video evidence speaks for itself, and video evidence from the American military shows us that these things do exist. In, in fact, in one of the Tucker Carlson videos, Nick Pope plays this great video of a uh, Greek airliner uh, catching a UFO off in the distance, uh, and it's fascinating to watch because you're like, what is it? doing it suddenly turning so they exist they're real we're just going to find a politician a sitting politician that's willing to go yes they're real we've probably got a couple in uh, in storage and we're looking at their computer systems that's all we want to hear right at the end of the day no absolutely but then comes the big question is the public ready for that answer are that's they? the hard drex that's the hard one because you have to realize the religious type may not agree with that they believe, many of them believe that anything that comes from the stars that is not angelic is demonic. 
we have a lot of people out there that when they get scared, they're going to do some very silly things. You know, as we as we say to our American listeners, point their guns up and start shooting. Much like yeah. Independence Day. Okay? Yeah, and much like, what we need now is now Randy Quaid, don't we? So we need. We do need a Randy Quaid. If he's spotted in Vancouver again, let us know because he's <laughs> uh, that's one guy I would love to meet. Absolutely. But you know yeah, there gotta, are gotta, the people I got I got a few questions about Star Whackers, but anyway, hey Dave, I got to wrap it up, but I, I appreciate you sort of educating us on this and I and I can't wait to dig in further on this and find out more about it. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. There you go. That is uh, Dave Scott from uh, Spaced Out Radio. Go to spacedoutradio.com if you want to look at all the different stuff that Dave gets up to uh, on a weekly basis. He's always got pretty interesting uh, folks on his show to talk about what's going on. Uh, and I'm glad that we could have him on to talk about this because it, it, is, it is abundantly clear uh, that there are things that fly around, around in our, our sky that we have no uh, contextual reference level for. We just don't know what they are. They're there. Some of, some of us have seen them, but most of us walk away sort of scratching our head going, what was that? Did I just... And just like that, we are going to move on to the thought of the Dave. Thought of the Dave happens every night of this time where we ask a question on our Facebook and Twitter pages, then read your responses on the air because we love the audience participation around here. Today's Thought of the Dave is as follows. If you could ask an alien one question, what's the question and answer you'd be looking for? Catherine, why are you here? Heidi, will you show me the universe, please? Stephen, is TTSA lying? Answer, yes. Guess he's not a fan of TTSA. Tim, what's up with the anal probes? Mike, question, do you know E.T.? Answer, yes. Sparkles, what is your species' view of mankind's belief in God? I set aside my personal views in any subject when the door to learning is open. Michelle, why are you abducting people? Karen, did I meet you back in the 1970s in Sydney? I think she's looking for a date. Craig, how many different species of aliens are there, and how many are malevolent? Jeff, will you take me with you the next time you leave? And the answer, hopefully, is yes. Tanya, can you tell me about where you're from? Do they make a good martini? I added the martini part in. Alfred, show me your world. And they do. Scott, can I visit your world? The answer, absolutely, human. Dave, <laughs> I can't ask that one, Dave. What happened to a former radio host who was on the air, then not on the air, then on the air, then off the air, then on the air, then off the air, then on the air, then off the air, and is currently off the air? We don't mention names like that around here, but I think you got the hint. Gil, are you here in peace? Marty, one of our favorite veterans. How much beef have you accumulated from all of those cattle mutilations you've done? Oh, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. William, how did your civilization manage to not self-destruct as your species evolved? Answer, however the alien responds. 
Barry, what type of propulsion system does their craft use? Penman, what is your name? Answer, Varglup. Varglup? That's what you came up with, Penman? I know you're laughing right now. Varglup? Or is that Vargloop? A little bit of European accent on there. Vargloop. Kelly, so the probing thing, that's just to keep Whitley in line, right? Nick, do you know where the universe ends? I would like for them to explain how vast it is. If possible, my head would probably explode. Andrew, as far as you know, are we the only two civilizations? And did you come as fast as you could once you detected us? Answer, yes and yes. Would that not put a lot of ufology in question? Catherine, do you have alcohol? And what planet is the CD club serving right now? Final word goes to Chris Cogswell, Dr. Chris Cogswell, the bad scientist. You guys are getting a cut of the book slash history channel money, aren't you? Oh, that's good, Chris. Thanks to everybody participating in the thought of the day. We'll get to Captain Shirk's news tomorrow. Big thanks to the shift with Drex on the Chorus Radio Network from Vancouver straight across Canada. That's always kind of cool to simulcast with them. I know you like that, Derek, on Twitter at hashtag Spaced Out Radio. I read your remark. I caught it. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And a giant thanks to the lovely and talented Geraldine Orozco for coming on The Spiritual You. That's the final time we'll hear from her in 2019. She will be back on January 7th, 2020. We got Mr. Ron Bumblefoot Thal rocking in the background with Little Brother is Watching. Bumblefoot is the official music of Spaced Out Radio, rocking us in and out of every single show. Get your horns up for the guitar god himself. Special thanks to everybody listening in at home, in your cars, at work, in our chat rooms on Spreaker, Facebook, LGAB, Revolution Radio, the SOR Space Travelers Club on our website, and on Twitter at hashtag Spaced Out Radio. Remember, this show is copyrighted by Spaced Out Radio and SOR Media Ventures Limited. Hope you enjoy and do what you can to tune us in again. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend your evening with us. Because together, my friends, you can say it with me. We own the night. Mr. Bumblefoot, we need a favor. We need you to take us home. Have a great night, everybody. Tomorrow night, Jeremy Puna, Liminal Earth. We'll see you in 21 hours. Goodbye. Honey, it's our favorite time of year, and I got you something to celebrate. <gasps> a McRib? It's just what I wanted. Happy McRib season, sweetie. Mm, I love you. I love you, too. Mm, actually, I was talking to my McRib. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll leave you two alone. 
Right now, enjoy a McRib meal and get another tasty McRib sandwich for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Honey, it's our favorite time of year, and I got you something to celebrate. <gasps> a McRib? It's just what I wanted. Happy McRib season, sweetie. Mm, I love you. I love you, too. Mm, actually, I was talking to my McRib. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll leave you two alone. Right now, enjoy a McRib meal and get another tasty McRib sandwich for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.